Hey everybody, you're listening to Metal Gear Mondays. If you want to support the show, follow us on patreon.com slash Mondays. Is that what it is? What's the URL? Is that it? Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode number three, Remastered, or episode... 93 of Metal Gear Mondays, the Games Club-style podcast where we cover all things Metal Gear from top to bottom, left to right, inside and out. As always, I'm your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I'm joined by... It's me, your friendly neighborhood, James. And? It's me, uh, a man whose heart is as cold as the uh, outside in Seattle right now, your boy, Sam Wright. And? It's me, Isaac... And I've got avocados from Mexico. <laughs> avocados from Mexico. From Mexico. Very nice. Um, I, I love that like, like Isaac never introduces himself with his last name, even though everybody knows what his last oh, name is. Oh, is that what we do? I do. It's, I find it funny that we don't script these or anything before the show, and yet you guys always like theme up yeah. for the, for the <laughs> intro. Theme yeah, up. We're good. Sleem we're up. good troop. Wow, Isaac. We're real good We're professionals, troop. man. I can't think of a word. That's great. Um, so we are going to dive straight into the thick of things and then save any admin talk for the end of the episode because we've got a lot to cover. Uh, this episode we are going to be covering from the Cyborg Ninja Fight conclusion of Metal Gear Solid 1 on the PlayStation 1 all the way up until the end of Disc 1, otherwise known as the death of Sniper Wolf. Whoa. Yeah. Sniper Wolf's dead. Exactly. Spoilers. <laughs> well, with if, her green uh, hair. If you have not listened to part one and part two, I would absolutely advise you go do those things. Um, It'd be a weird place to start, guys. Yep, I don't know. I mean, feel strange. free, but like weird flex, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, so we are just going to jump right in, picking up from Cyborg Ninja's defeat and Hal Emmerich officially introducing himself to Solid Snake. Is this, is this right after he starts uh, fucking slamming his head into the ground? So that's how the fight ends, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like freaking the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. I love that that scene. It's so ouch, you know? <laughs> you feel me on that? It's so, so ouch. Have you ever gotten that's on all so fours ouch. and just slammed your head into the ground? <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> isn't, that like a, isn't that like a Papa Roach lyric? <laughs> wow. Yeah, like no, that's probably. Cut my life wow. in two pieces. Come on, slam my head into the ground. Two yeah. pieces. Slam my head into the ground. <laughs> this is Cyborg Ninja. <laughs> Bonus in you. No cheating. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's good. I'm a prisoner of death. <laughs> Hurt me more, snake. <laughs> Hurt me more, snake. <laughs> they call me Frank Yeager. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. wow. That was a <laughs> choice good. moment. What an opening. <laughs> I can tell you right here, right now, that's on Instagram. Oh, yeah. oh for sure on Instagram. Holy now, shit. Or whatever. Um, oh, my God. Thank you for immediately giving me a clip at the top of the show. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, real quick, one of the things that I want to do for this episode um, is, wow, I, it is dawning on me how the fox in the Foxhound logo looks just like Jerry 
when Jerry oh, is like wow. leaning his head down. <laughs> That's the look Jerry gives me every time I walk over here. Very weird. Um, I've got the manual <laughs> pulled up. I think what might be fun is as we encounter each of these bosses to just read yeah. their entry from the manual. Yes. I agree. Also, real quick, that's not what Master Miller looks like. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who the fuck is, who's this fucking sex pot? You know what I mean? That guy fucks, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like for sure doesn't fuck. He just got done fucking somebody. <laughs> like, that's good lord. God damn it. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, so Ninja, we, we have up here at the top, says little is known about this quote, cyborg ninja. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. Um, and the description says he uses stealth camouflage and w- wields a Japanese katana that can cut through steel like butter and even deflect bullets. Damn. Hmm. That's interesting that they don't mention that it's a high frequency blade, which uh, is canonical. Yeah. That's why it's like connected mm-hmm. to his body in this picture. I don't think it is in the game. Uh, but yeah. So let's, uh, Sam, do you mind talking to us a little bit about how Otacon and Snake come to be best friends forever? Bromance time, baby. Um, so after the battle happens, um, Hal comes out of his hidey hole, and then they the two start talking about Metal Gear. And my favorite thing about this scene is like how Snake is like sitting with one leg crossed on like the table and one leg on the ground. Like he looks so weirdly comfortable. It's He's like a cool funny. health teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all he made, he was supposed to sit backwards in a chair, and that yep. help him connect teens. Um, but Snake asks Hal what Metal Gear is for, and Hal is <laughs> like, "It's meant to shoot." down missiles and snake's like nah this thing's gonna fire a nuke dude and Hal's like really upset about that because it, it was never he, he nobody told him what it was really for classic yeah. like move um, um and this is also when the classic fucking uh footage of police knots anime cutscenes mm-hmm. plays while Hal talks about how he got into yeah. robotics because of anime mm-hmm. yep. which is pretty neat oh, which i think we cool. touched on last um, episode fucking nerd yeah, it, Fucking, fucking nerd. Um, say nerd. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're they're talking, and Hal mentions that they they've done they've run simulations, um, but that you can't use virtual data to test a nuke, um, and that you would need launch data, um, and that the test that they were doing. At the at Shadow Moses before the terrorists took over was meant to get the launch data. Um, he he mentions that his grandpa was part of the Manhattan Project and his dad was born um, the days that the bom- the day the bombs were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in World War Two and he um, he seemingly can't escape the destiny of being yeah. tied to nuclear weapons. He admitted what a bitch his dad was, which was kind. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. He didn't so admit shit. He just mentioned that his dad was born on the day <laughs> the bombs were dropped, James. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, the fucked up dad, stepmom shit is in the yeah. next game. Yeah. yeah that's in two. That's true. Um, um, and he also mentioned, in the, so they, they talk a little bit more, and he mentions to Snake that, that Rex, I think, is this the first time that they mentioned that his name is Rex? Uh, or yeah, I, th- I think in so. the game so far. I'm not sure. He call he calls it he calls it Rex in any case. He said Rex is being held in an underground base north of the comms tower, um, and that they haven't called him in a few hours. So that means that they must be ready to launch, um, and that they have to destroy it if um, uh, if they can't shut it down. Yeah. Um, and then uh, um, Snake is like, "Hey, dude, chill the fuck out, Lilo." And he's like, I got this stealth armor, so I'll be fine. And then he calls Meryl to look after um, Hal, but 
this is when she this is when she spotted mm-hmm. um and she mentions that um that she she mentions that she's in disguise but then she's spotted and she like runs and hides um and then hal mentions to him that she has a uh, cute way of walking and that's how you find her <laughs> And yeah. that she is somewhere with um, with music, and you need to contact her when uh, she's alone. Yeah, because you can hear the music over her Kodak call mm-hmm. in the background. Um, but yeah, so I mean, long story short, um, she is on the B1 floor of the building that we're in. And um, essentially what you have to do is be spotted by the right guard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is tricky, to say yeah. the least. Um, because It was not for me, actually. Oh, very nice. Oh. Um, she does so, sway her hips like crazy. I was, was going to say, it, you alluded to that I yeah. think in the first episode. We're like, you're going to want to remember this line later because it's going to come in handy in the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she sways her hips like craziness. Yeah. But yeah. depending on what angle you're in the room, it's kind of hard to like yeah. get a bead on it. So like, like there sure are polygons. Yeah, you just got to stare at some butts in your first person view, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> so I don't know if it changes depending on what difficulty you're on, but I'm pretty sure in the area there are three guards, including her. Um, so what I did was I, was I took out the guard that was pissing, which is, yeah, he's in the men's room, right? Yeah. He's in the men's room and that's, he's clearly not Meryl. So you take him out <laughs> and then you go into the, the, uh, I mean, unless she, has, unless he has, Meryl has a shiwi and then I, I, case, I told you, this is the point where Meryl whips her dick out. Yeah. That's when she whips her dick I've out. I've always um, said that. Um, but yeah, so once you take out him, it's easier because there's only two in the room and you can kind of figure it out from there and you just kind of like run in front of the person and it'll be, you'll get the, ah! like you've been spotted and then she'll just run away. Yeah. You, you don't her, get the alert, but she, she yeah. still does the exclamation point. So I didn't yeah. actually have to get spotted. I don't How know do if mean? maybe that was what? because of the difficulty <laughs> that I was playing on. <laughs> we won't name the difficulty, but, um. I basically, I think I followed her into the bathroom, and I, I, I like went in right after, and then I, I went to the back stall, and her clothes were gone. Hmm. Or I mean, they were splayed up on the the stall. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, I'm not sure if she. Yeah, I'm not sure if she can organically go to the bathroom if you wait, and maybe you can just follow her in. That interesting. Maybe that's what I. Yeah. But if you uh, run into the bathroom quick enough, you can catch her before she puts her pants on. <laughs> wow. some sweet underpants action oh, with her like, oh, yeah. polygonal booty. Thanks, Kojima. <laughs> yeah, Snake's got a really weird line in here, too. Um, I wrote it in my notes. He said, you looked better off dressed like a man. I like that. And it alludes to the genetics that he has in him. We're like, so, you know, Big Boss, he kind of wanted to fuck a man sometimes. And I think Snake's <laughs> mm-hmm. got a little bit of that in him as well. Well, Otacon's truly Loves the is battlefield. Love, so, yeah. Love can bloom on the battlefield. It's sure fucking can. Love can bloom in my friend's butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says when, when you go to the back stall, she holds you up and says she can't believe that she got the drop on him again. But really, where the fuck was she hiding? Yeah, she must have like, climbed like, up. I was like, right, she must have, but like, I was like right behind her and she's just not around. It's just like, you're yeah. Superhero. I would love to see the um I would love to see the like no clip like thing where they show like the whole level from during the cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> just see like where the devs hid her yeah. for that moment. <laughs> like, oh yeah. But that would have been great. But yeah, so essentially they have this discussion. Um her and You got Snake, a great butt. <laughs> 
her and Snake go back and forth. She's like, oh, I can't believe it snuck up on you. And Snake's like, oh, I'm just a normal guy. And she's like, no, you're a hero, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's really late and I'm thick. Yeah, and Snake does his whole, like, all my friends are dead or in prison. Great lot of heroes. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's, it's like super ridiculous. Fucking go to a bar and like say hello to somebody, man. Like chill out. <laughs> yeah, he does. Weirdo. He does reference her ass, and she's like, "Well, first I've got great eyes, and now I've got a good butt." And he's just like, <laughs> "I don't know what it is, but it's like the the use of the word butt in this scene just like rubbed me the wrong way. It's like <laughs> it immediately made little... me feel real dumb. Yeah, like, oh. this feels like very juvenile all of a sudden. Yeah. Did so? Meryl mentions she snagged the key card from Baker, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Does that mean yeah. she well, stole she gives, it from him she... before we got that to Baker? Yeah, well, he Baker mentions that he that oh, she that's has right. it. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, cool. um, I he, couldn't quite remember. He she gives him the key, um, and he says that there should be three of them, but she says that the one is all that Baker had mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Meryl also talks about how her father died when she was younger. Mm. Spoiler: No, he didn't. It's Roy Campbell. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Roy. No. <laughs> uh, not revealed in this game though. <laughs> um, and then Meryl Thanks. tells us about how they have to go through the commander's room to get through the caves to get to the comm towers because I guess there are glaciers blocking the other... Yeah, you know Alaska with their glaciers. It's their random glacier epidemic. It's tough to build a building around. Yeah, couldn't suspend my disbelief. These days, there would not have been glaciers. Too yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we have to go through the commander's room, and at that moment, the... They, I, I really I want to mention really quick that, um, that they debate over Meryl's Desert Eagle, and oh, that's Snake right. tries to <laughs> yeah. get her to take the SOCOM... And yeah. give him the Desert Eagle. <laughs> well, Snake also and makes I, makes like a comment about the SOCOM that made no sense. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, so I happen to get the scraps in the armory or something?" Yeah, Snake, you didn't get that gun from the armory, sir. <laughs> you either found it in the back of a truck or it was sitting on the floor during the boss fight. Yeah. So what's that line? There's you can get it in a room. You can get it in an, in a room in the tank hangar at some point too. Oh, well, I found the SOCOM suppressor in a room in the tank hangar. The so if you don't get it in the truck, the the SOCOM's in the tank hangar somewhere, I think. Gotcha. Pretty Interesting. sure. Yeah. She we- also gives him a level five card that she is hiding in her bo- uh, bosom. Yeah. Um, she, the embrace of her bosom, which she hides a lot of stuff in there. For sure. That's because women have more places to hide things than men. And women don't have pockets on their clothes, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> even but much like all, but much like all people, they have prison wallets. Exactly. Put it in the hot pocket. But yeah, so we come out of this cutscene. Um, this game does this really cool thing, I guess, where like the letterboxing will kind of like lift away. Yeah, um, I like that effect. And so we're we're hanging out, and Meryl's like, "Where are all the guards?" And then Snake kind of and point blank says, "Like the music stopped." Yeah. Oh god, it's so creepy. Which makes me wonder. Yeah. Was that music? Like, could they hear that music? <laughs> yeah, they had like elevator so. music. That's very weird. Why yeah. is there music ambiently playing? It on was floor? a weird. It gave me pause. <laughs> it will, like I mentioned this in the in the previous episodes, like like or one of the previous two episodes, that the sound design in the game is so good, but I think it's at its best when it's not using sound at all. Right here, when you're yeah. expecting something, it's just so unsettling. Like the whole area is like really unsettling in general. Like with the music, because the music's not like pleasant. Like it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Oh, it's real creepy. But without it, it just it just is like oh something bad's about to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean. It might be wrong, it might be right. On a night like tonight, chances are that I might detonation out of sight because I'm contemplating genocide. You know well, what I mean? Well. Losing my sight, <laughs> losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I'm sorry. 
my mind just like spaced out because I was like, I need to continue to finish the lyrics to this song. Papa, classic, classic. Ah, Papa. Oh no. Oh, Papa Roach definitely sounds like a foxhound. Oh no. They call him Papa Roach. Watch out for him, Snake. He'll we have to use the lights to, to, to tease him out of his hiding spot. That's like the secret boss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so Papa Mantis, excuse me, Psycho Mantis. Um, Papa Mantis. We walk into this um, hallway, and Psycho Mantis um, kind of gives Meryl like a headache. Yeah. And then she kind of snaps into, I guess, for lack of a better way to frame this, being possessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. The mixture of Meryl's voice with Psycho Mantis's mask sound. Yeah. yeah, it's creepy. Is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, she calls Snake Mr. Foxhound. Yeah, I love and that, that by the, the way. The commander is waiting. I love that. Yeah, it's a weird it's a it's a neat detail. The the, the mask sound cuz it makes it I if love I, that if mask I remember sound. Right? It's, it kind of like makes it sound like she's like in the mask, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking yeah. weird. It what, weirded me out. Yeah, it sounds like it's Psycho Mantis and her talking at the same time. Yeah. It's a cool sound design piece for what it is. It freaked me out. Yeah, this whole thing good. gave me the heebie-jeebies. Well, I'm pretty sure the music starts back up again, too, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, it does. Time. Yeah. So they go into this commander room, which, by the way, is like really well-detailed and pretty it's cool. It's a dope room. In the VR missions, they do a bunch of like murder mystery yeah. uh, missions yeah. in this room. Um, and I definitely mean that like you're playing a Metal Gear Solid version of Clue, yeah. which is exactly how it plays out. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's this creepy Meryl stuff where she's trying to shoot you, yeah. and uh, we see like an invisible man floating around her. Well, it's, like it, like you're missing the the worst part about this. Oh yeah, that, I'm like, sorry, I blocked she, it out of my mind because I yeah, was scarred. She freaks by it. out and she then starts asking Snake if he likes her, and then demands for him to make love to her. And Snake yeah. is, uh, and she sounds like she's having an orgasm the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> pointing a is, gun at your head, it's very unnerving. Yeah, we we have like there's like it's really awkward. Snake's really confused, and then you hear another voice, which it just which is Psycho Manis uh, taunting him um, because he, for not liking girls. It's like, oh, what yeah, you goes, don't like girls yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. very strange. But uh, Campbell Campbell will call you after this and begs Snake not to use his weapon. Um, and Naomi uh, claims that the song is actually Psycho, Psycho Manis's mind control music, and that Meryl is under his control. And then Campbell's like, just knock her out. Yeah. Um, and then a fun and a, a fun note here that I that I that I noticed is that if I, I call a bunch of people just to do it, if you call Miller, um, he'll mention that Snake is a master of unarmed CQB Whoa, in battle what? and not CQC. Yeah, interesting. close quarters battle and not close quarters like combat. Interesting. So that's it, interesting. I like that a what, lot. What happens if uh, crap battle? What happens if you just like, <laughs> shoot Meryl? Uh, so you can get, over? I think you can get a, it's like a non-standard game over. Game over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think if you kill her, it does the, um, game over thing, but I think it's Snake calling for Meryl or Roy calling for Meryl. Oh, wow. What if you, Meryl? uh, don't do anything and does she shoot you? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. she, yeah, she'll just kill you. She, okay. like, she shoots you a bunch with the Desert Eagle. I never yeah. got to that point with, with the, the Desert D. Eagle. The Desert Eagle, I, which um, I believe you can never have in the game as your, as the player. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's a shame. I accidentally uh, choked her to death the first time. Oh, no. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, if you grab her and just, like, lightly hit the choke button a couple times, you can actually, like, make her unconscious pretty quickly. Yeah. Or you just yeah. throw her over your shoulder, like, I think three times. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I was just a stun her. grenade. I don't know why. I always just yeah. throw the stun grenade, like, right away. I tossed her. Nice. 
yeah. I didn't even think about stun grenade. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you do that, the yeah. psychomantis like comes out of being Mister Heidi Boy. Right, say like, hey. And, uh, <laughs> he gives us one of the most iconic moments in video games, like ever. Yep. So, Let's, can you uh, guys explain something to me? Yeah, sure. Um, in the briefing, and I did my homework. I watched wow. the briefings. <gasps> Isaac, what you um, think, sweet boy? It was like yeah, twenty minutes. No, it's nothing. You know. <laughs> um. Anyway, so no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in the file from Meryl, it said that she had some sort of psycho therapy or something to make her um, not like boys, not like men or boys, if we will. Um. How does she like eventually get out of that over the course of this, or does Snake oh. have some sort of well, like? charm yeah well and i think i think meryl also mentions it during gameplay earlier on where she's like i don't know she refers to like her sex drive being lowered for some reason which mm-hmm. is like another reason that that possession was a little bit more unnerving because it's like you just right. told me that this isn't you dog yeah yeah and i think she, that, like I, maybe it's like she gets maybe it's like all the torture and like because she gets she does she gets captured you know after this point and maybe it's like all the torture like weakened her like psyche so she was able to like love again <laughs> she was able to love again <laughs> well but she's still pretty hardened in um metal gear solid 4 yeah like she's pretty hardcore like yeah. no romantic they re-up feelings those ever. Machines, bro. yeah that's fair so. anywho we should probably read the manual thing on psychomantis before we get into yes. the fight itself psychomantis in the manual page 47 if you're reading along at home a former member of the kgb's psychic intelligence unit he has powerful telekinetic and mind reading abilities Quick note for those who've played Metal Gear Solid Five: I, I say, don't think he was ever a member of the KGB. I don't think he was either, and he used to have better hair. Yeah, maybe he was a member <laughs> of the KGB eventually. I don't know. Some of this stuff is legit. Some of it definitely gets retconned. Specifically, um, there is one thing I cannot remember offhand what the fuck it was. There was something like really crazy that I have in my notes that I was like, "This one hundred percent got retconned." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, anywho, um, James, was this your first time experiencing the save file scene? Um, I feel like I had exposure to it in other ways, but it was my first time, like, actually going through it. Did he comment on any, any of your save no. files? <laughs> no. Which... Unfortunately, your memory is squeaky clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got that, which, like, made sense because, like, this was the only thing I had played on the <laughs> PS3 at the time I had played it, so it was like, yeah. Nice. Um, so it was I neat. was I was a careless man because I died a lot in the nuclear. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I def- I got a I got a comment about like not saving much. I yeah, I don't since I was playing this and Reckless. we can talk about the weird way that I was playing this since I was playing this on an emulator with save states, I hadn't saved at all. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh shit. Yeah. Like why are you not saving?" <laughs> yeah. He was like concerned for you. He's like, "Are you okay? You good, bro?" Yeah. You fine? You need you need help? But uh, I didn't get any of the save file stuff. Apparently, if um, specifically with the Japanese version of the game, he references a whole bunch of Kojima games that obviously never came out in the states, like Snatcher, Police Knots. Um, oh, that's neat. I think something else. I can't remember. But if you have those games, he'll actually say like in, like he can say in the U.S. version, "Oh, you like Konami games." Yeah. But in the Japanese version, he can say, "Oh, you're a fan of Kojima." 
which is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, but like, there's no. I don't think there's any way to get that to trigger unless you. Um, interesting. I don't know if they even recorded the line. I, I wish that there was like a. Maybe like they did. It somehow recognized that you were on an emulator. It's like, oh, I see that you like to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see that you're pirating video games. Uh, I'm calling the FBI. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then he takes off his mask and like kneels down and like has like a moment. Hey, I like talking about piracy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, and I real quick, just to let everybody know. So I have a canonical playthrough on my PS3, but I'm also doing a Let's Play on my Mac. But I'm also emulating from some old save files that I had for dicking around on my PC. And so I've got like save files from the end of the game that I played on my PS3. I'm playing early parts of the game over again on the Let's Play. And then on my PC, I've got like save files sporadically from all over the game. Yeah. So like, I don't have a consistent playthrough I, for this season. <laughs> it's just literally everywhere all over the I feel the like place. you're playing this game like it's the plot's memento. Like, Dude, 100%. <laughs> I feel like a drunk person remembering the night before. You should play game. it backwards. Yeah. So I apologize. If I say something slightly out of order, it's because like my the time that I had to play games the last few weeks has been fucking all over the place. Yeah. So uh, apologies if I get anything wrong, but but yeah. So needless to say, the save file scene would not have worked for me either because I was playing on an emulator. So also didn't get the controller thing. James, can you tell us about the controller? Oh thing? yeah. So uh, he like you know he's getting a little antsy about his fucking powers and she's got like some sort of complex I guess. So he's like, fine. Yeah, put your controller on the floor, and I'll show you the power of my telekinesis or whatever. And then you you put the controller on the floor, and the controller starts vibrating, so it like starts moving if it's on a flat surface. And I was like, that's that's cute. I like yeah. that. It's a pretty hardcore vibration. It's a very hardcore yeah, vibration. Yeah, really aggressive. I love the I love the like swap on this in uh, the MGS4. If you have just a normal six axis, because they didn't have rumble from the start of the PS3. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that's that. Yeah, weird. so. In MGS4, he flips the fuck out if you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I this was he... the one of the first few games that had Rumble, so it was pretty revolutionary yeah. at the yeah. time. Yeah. And while yeah. we're talking about Rumble, I just want to like on par with the sound and the atmosphere of this game. Yeah. Whoever designed the Rumble did an exquisite job. Yeah. Because there's like little micro rumbles, and like it rumbles like. I don't know. It Love just a good it does rumble. such a good job yeah. of uh, kind of keeping you in the scene. Yeah, the rumble it, it goes a long way. Like in in games in general, like oh yeah, yeah. that controller and the way that they've designed that. Yeah, the cool GTA Five rumble whenever you drive over the uh, side of the uh, lane yeah. marker oh, on yeah. the road. Yeah, it's Love great. It. Love it to death. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about this boss fight. Uh, so I guess in order of newcomer to oldest uh, people, James, would you like to tell us about how your boss fight went? Um, it went. I I fucked up a lot. Like I I killed Meryl a bunch. Oh no, <laughs> Meryl died a lot, um, which sucked. Um, so it just like took me a while to like figure out the the flow of it. But once I got the flow of it, like I'm kind of bobbing and weaving and making sure that Meryl didn't get too hurt and making sure that I'm fucking homeboy up. I feel like I had grenades during it, and I used the grenades when I shouldn't have, and that fucked me up more. Um, nice. So it was, like, weirdly hard. Does Meryl only... Well, so did you do the trick? What trick? So uh, did you get a codec call about the controller situation? I don't think so. Oh, okay. dang. So, oh, fuck. So, you played on hard mode. Yeah, so Psycho Mantis will deflect everything you throw at him unless you change the port that the controller is assigned. 
yeah, yeah. So I ended up looking that up eventually. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think I got a codec call about it though. Yeah. I think, oh, okay. So Roy, if you, I think if you don't do it for long enough, Roy just point blank will yeah. call you and be like, "Try plugging your controller into port two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think it takes a really long time. Yeah, I don't think I ended up getting that. I think it got to the point where like mm-hmm. I paused it and like looked it up. Yeah, you yeah. can still. I think technically you can still beat him. I believe. Yeah, like you I can. don't think he's invincible. Yeah, but I think yeah, it's yeah just he was definitely taking damage, but it was like this is fucking hard. Yeah, and it yeah. felt like unreasonably hard for how everything yeah. else had gone. So I just got fucked up for a long time. Yeah. yeah. If you uh, to switch if to switch the controller, if you press it on the PS3 version, yeah. if you press the PlayStation button, you go to controller settings, and you can reassign the port. Right, yeah. Which like it's cool that they kept that in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I feel like this whole fight would be like fucking broken if that wasn't. Yeah. I remember playing it back in the day on an actual PS One. It was really cool to just like be like, oh man, he can read my mind, and then just like the weird connection of like, wait a minute, he's fucking with my system. Let me just change the controller, and then he has no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Which I thought was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder what kind of back end has to happen with the tech for them to be able to be like in this one moment the controller will still control yeah, you. So after, because you... I can't remember. So after the fight, and maybe it's different on the PS3, but like you have to change it back, don't you? I think so. I can't recall. I yeah. think you'll just say, "Hey, you can change it back now." Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and uh, at least on the PS3, it didn't let me do shit until I changed it back. Oh, really? Yeah. After okay. the battle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I'd say. Yeah. Huh. I think it's like that even with the original PS1 hardware. Yeah. I think it just like does, the inputs that's don't work anymore. But yeah. Yeah. Well, because that's like the inputs don't stop because you can still fucking fuck with them and fight them, and it's just hard. Yeah. 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 That's that's yeah. I do wonder. I'm thinking through like the tech back end. Like that's interesting. That, yeah. How they mm-hmm. did that. Did you guys um, have the thermal goggles at this point? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I'm trying to remember where the fuck I found them. I think it was in one Are of the... Are you talking about the, the, the night vision or the thermal? No, oh, the, the thermal. thermals. The red. Oh, yeah. Thermal thermal would have been in the uh, the tank hanger. Yeah. yeah. But if you didn't get it at a certain point, it changed oh, the to axis level four or something, which you don't have the key to yet. You didn't have the key to at the time. Uh, so okay. if you didn't pick it up early enough, it, you wouldn't be able to get it. And I guess I never backtracked to get it. Yeah, I think in order to go, in order to get night vision goggles, you have to open the um, gas doors in the uh, Otacon hallway. I think. I yeah. believe it's one of those. Uh, right. The body armor's in there too. Yeah, I like feel no, 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 no. The night vision goggles are in the the conference room, outside of the commander's room. Hmm. Oh, that's right. You're totally right. Yep. It's in like in that little. Um, it's in one of those rooms down there, hmm. kind of where you get the Nikita. Is that what you're talking about? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that the body right. armor is also in the gas chamber room, which is yeah. super yeah. helpful. That, that is correct. So if you don't get it there, I think you end up having to get it. I don't know where. I think it's in the. I can't remember. It's way further in the game, though. Like way further in the game. Yeah. Hmm. Are we talking about the night vision goggles or the thermal goggles? I was talking about the body armor. For oh, the second. body Sorry. armor. Sorry about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, did you? Uh, I I completely forgot about the Hideo like video input oh, yeah. mm-hmm. signal jamming that happens in the yeah. middle. Uh, every time that happens, I'm very much so like, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it lasts longer than you kind of want it to. Hey, it's like three or four, not three or four seconds, but it yeah. feels like it's three or four. So seconds. Enough for it to be like, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, something's wrong again. Um, (laughs) Right. And I couldn't... Like, it was super, super terrifying when you're a kid because that's just what TVs did. Yeah. And things turned I can't imagine playing this, like, fight as a kid and just, like, 
crying. <laughs> like I'm breaking God. everything. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> I think I was trying to figure out, and I couldn't quite, f- I couldn't quite see where the seams were. When it cuts to that screen, you're not able to be hurt during that moment, are you? Because every so. time, every time it cut back, I, I noticed that Psycho Mantis was in a different part of the room. Yeah. So I don't think he can attack you like while the. Thank God. I think it's just like scare tactics. Yeah, it's it works. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sam, did you have anything you want to add to what James and Isaac? said not really no um i i I was like at a sliver of life with no rations by the end of the battle because i couldn't like for whatever reason i couldn't like not get hit by shit yeah i was in the same um the last part of the battle where he's throwing all the furniture around in the tornado if you lay on the ground it won't hit you you can just like stand up and shoot him and then lay back down and that's how i survived yeah for sure (laughs) but uh yeah I uh, I enjoy this. We can talk about the differences in the twin snakes because it gets it's wild now to control in the twin snakes when we get to that. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is a fun fight, and then we get to have a conversation with uh, Psychomantis afterwards. It's a real. Sad I love conversation. that she. I love that Meryl takes off his mask and audibly goes, "Oh, gross!" <laughs> I, I know how fucking rude is that shit. It's like, dude, he's dying. Yeah, and now you're gonna make him feel bad about himself for fuck's sake, Meryl. I do love that. Like before he dies, he asks her to put it back on. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. That I, that made me so like he can be alone. Weirdly emotional. Yeah, when, like yeah. just like the whole he, like I can't well, block out up, the thoughts of others unless I have yeah. that mask on. It's like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Go, Go ahead. ahead yeah, it, like the whole thing. Like he he first discovered his powers um, when he was a kid, and he read his dad's mind, and his dad like was so it was like yeah, his to dad kill hated him, him because. because yeah, because yeah. he yeah. killed his mother in childbirth or something like that, and it just became yeah. Which even with the things that we know about games that are coming up, this this could still have happened. Yeah, I did uh, like the little touch where he said when he woke up, the village was on fire. Yeah. I was like, is that mm-hmm. because somebody was there yep. with you? Yep, um, I had a similar thought. But yeah. yeah, it was good. I like it. Um, he talks a lot about yeah. how him him and Snake are the same, uh, because like yeah. they have no past or future. They're yeah. just kind of like crazy but snake takes it i think all like romantically at first he's like oh yeah we are badasses but yeah. then psycho man is like no 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 i mean you're a fucking psycho yeah um, <laughs> he, he tells snake that com- is that compared to him he's not so bad like i know what a fucking yeah. harsh drop for yeah. him to leave before he dies and snake just kind of takes it in stride he's like yeah 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 it's good well, meryl in this moment he- is like you're yeah. what's happening you're both sick yeah yeah she also he also mentions to Snake that Meryl has a large place in his heart, in her yeah. heart. He for reads him, her but mind. That he, yeah, but he's not sure if their futures lie together. I think Snake does my favorite like her heart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a large place. Well, and what's a heart? While this thing all sounds warm and cuddly uh, to to the listeners at home, uh, we can't forget that it literally ends with Meryl calling Snake a sad, lonely man. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, like when you but like who need like who needs her when he's got his hetero life partner true. hell emirate that's true. of course you know? incredibly true i like that like how long they they make you wait to actually see his face before they put the mask back on and then you just kind of see it from an angle and it's like oh i get what meryl's getting at yeah it's <laughs> yeah. pretty gross yeah and uh second mantis also says uh i think snake asks if he could see his future or something and uh, Psychomantis is like a strong man doesn't need to read the future. He creates his own. 
Um, or no, Snake says that to Psychomantis. Yeah. Um, but Psychomantis, which I thought was super funny, Psychomantis is like, let me get the door for you, and it opens like this secret bookshelf yeah. door, and then he goes, that's the first time I've ever helped anyone with my powers. Yeah. And in my mind, yeah, I was like, you've been helping a lot of bad people. Yeah, I was going to say. I was that's like, still helping. Just because you're doing a bad thing doesn't mean you're not helping somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. This fucking guy, he's just like, he never agreed with Liquid's vision, but he just wanted to kill as many people as possible. And yeah. That's yeah. And like, all on board. Boy, did I have questions. Though I will say, yeah. I think Psychomantis's motivation, I'm not trying to agree with the guy, but like the fact that he's dove into so many fucked up people's minds... Like he's probably just like everyone sucks and yeah. just let's just well, end it, the pain. It, make, it makes me wonder too, like, and, and we'll get into this in future episodes, I'm sure. But like, when the flip with him and Liquid happened, mm-hmm. like this dynamic that they have now, like what, how it all came to be. Yeah, yeah. we could have known. Could've we will known. never know. Uh, Naomi also puts Snake on blast via Kodak and talks mad <laughs> shit about like, yeah, you do like to kill people, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll find out why she's so mad. Uh, yeah, very, not pretty, very soon, pretty, but pretty, soon. relatively near future. Not on this episode. Not on this episode, though. Um, but yeah, so then after that, um, Snake uh, does his like pump up psych up pose. Yeah, and beefs mm. his health up. Choop, choop, choop. Um, and then don't forget to check the right side of the staircase as you leave because there's a bunch of goodies. And uh, I'm just now realizing, including it. rations. If you're like me and had none at the end of this battle, yeah. Uh, I'm just now realizing it. This room is very Resident Evil reminiscent. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, the color scheme, the layout yeah, of the it, music. it's very... Yeah, interesting. Also, I was telling James about this before we started recording. The way that you scavenge ammo, and it seems like mm-hmm. you always happen to just find some right as you've run out, yeah. is very, like, survival horror feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I think that's why this game always feels kind of scary this to me. This game is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then Snake joins the cave dogs. Dude, I got my ass whooped by these cave dogs. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> these things are freaky. Just got fucking lit up by the cave dog. Yeah, these guys are nuts. I always am so quick to get the fuck in and out of this. Yeah. It's so quick. So, like, yeah, I know where the run. hole is and everything. I just, like, get over there, crawl, get the fuck out. Yeah. Smart. This is when Snake tells Meryl that he's a, he's a dog musher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weird. Because she says that they're wolves, and he goes, no, they're half husky, half wolf. Fucking <laughs> bitch. Like, like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Snake likes to mansplain to people, but not as bad as Mei Ling likes to mansplain to people about the quotes that she reads yeah, when you say Because <laughs> she'll read the quote and then she'll be like, okay, so what that means is, and yeah. I'm just like, wow. Never <laughs> adjust your sandals in a watermelon patch. Now what that means is you have to keep <laughs> yeah. going when, where you're going. I love Thanks, Mei Ling. Mei Ling. Uh, speaking of Mei Ling, uh, checking on our instruction manual, uh, Mei Ling, page 45 Operator in charge of communication, data processing for this operation. She invented the codec com- communicator that Snake uses. This with chick- existing technology, existing <laughs> technology. Uh, Mei Ling, I don't know why this happens all the time because between Chun Li and Mei Ling, anyone with Chinese hereditary yeah. in video games just has the thickest thighs in the world. It's alright. Like her legs are just thigh. <laughs> also, I don't understand how she's wearing this short skirt because it is like. An yeah, inch away from showing her vagina. I was gonna say, like, what is thigh this? gaps are way overrated. No, no, totally. I agree with you. Like, let's show humans uh, propor- proportion the way they are in real life. I'm mm-hmm. just saying her clothes look like if she sneezes, you're gonna see her ass. She kind of just. She kind of looks like she's like the stripper gram of a like a 
communications professional. <laughs> yeah, like, she if that's your fetish, like, like mailing is what you what what you get. Yeah, military officer coming out of a cake is what this <laughs> uniform says. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to make that quick comment. That's true. Uh, get that in there. If you get attacked by the dogs, my favorite thing is when you find Meryl with the little wolf pup at the end. Yeah, she goes, mm-hmm. "Snake, what's wrong? I thought you were good with dogs." Yeah, yeah. which is quite good. Uh, but yeah, I did. Um, I did beeline it to where I needed to be, but I tried to fuck around with the box because there's a trick. Mm. You can get the dogs to pee on your box. Yeah. And, and if they pee on your box, safe. like, they're all yeah. good. They're like, oh, he's one of me. Um, however, I was trying to do that and fucked up and definitely got, like, punched by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then punched the dog back. <laughs> and uh, like, Princess Mononoke, like, yeah. Head, head, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. They have a really, like, crazy charge up for their attacks it's really easy to not get attacked by them <laughs> okay all right. mm. yeah they're also I'm super just fucking durable have a heart. Uh, yeah because like you can beat on them and shoot them and it takes forever for them to die mm-hmm. and they're so. scary like real dogs no i'm kidding they're scary. so um, um alessio i'm joking if Jer- jerry's not in the room all right Oh, Frank's man. not either so hmm oh maybe frank interesting <laughs> wait a minute anyway. are they together right now <laughs> whoa Calm down. I was just going to explain to the to the listeners, <laughs> if you don't know how this trick works, you punch Meryl in front of the dogs. <laughs> Did you do this? What? Isaac? That's how you get it. So and then you, you punch switch Meryl in front of the dogs and you switch to the box. To a box. And then the dog will pee on your on the box. Yeah, see, my problem was I was trying to trigger the dogs to pee on the box before getting to Meryl. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, I falsely remember this. Let's try it. And then I <laughs> and they attack you. Yeah. I was like, all right. Holy shit. Uh, and then we go through the store and we, we, we deal with Meryl's mine walk. Um, you can literally <laughs> just, like, crawl straight. Yeah. Yeah. You either crawl straight. I just put on the fucking thermal goggles and just collected them all. Yeah, I uh, actually followed her footsteps for this playthrough, though, because I, um, I like doing it. Same. She she says that when Mantis hopped into her mind, she could see where the mines oh, were yeah. placed. And she Very started odd. walking in this weird zigzag pattern, and I was like, I knew it wasn't going to be because I played the game before, mm-hmm. but I was really hoping she'd walk in like a penis pattern because it started <laughs> looking like a, like a dick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. There's like veins and everything. But yeah, but yeah, you uh, you proceed, and yeah, uh, you and then get this enemy at the gates ask ask scene happens, and it's like, yeah. no, don't no. You're proceeding, and when you join Meryl, you're in a cutscene, and she is in a series of crosshairs, and then shot by a sniper twice. So good. Um, uh, and then again when she tries to go for her gun. Yeah, I, I was rewatching this scene before we recorded today because I was like, I have to be remembering this wrong. When I went through it for some reason, the way that I like process the scene in my brain is that she gets shot in the thigh once and is immediately turns the stick and goes kill me <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know yeah, why I remember shot. it like that but she got shot a bunch 
<laughs> yeah, she was like, times. she was like, take my gun and kill me. I can't reach it. And I was yeah. like, she's hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Meryl is like, you have to kill me, and she realizes that Snake is that that sniper's using Snake, like using her to lure Snake out, um, and that she says she says that she's a fool and that war is ugly and not glamorous, and she begs Snake to leave her, and not abandon people. Yeah, it's super interesting to me because both Meryl and the GNM soldiers in the instruction booklet, and that's uh, page forty four and page forty eight respectively, it specifically mentions that none of them have any actual battle experience. They've just been through VR simulations. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So Meryl's pain tolerance is yeah, non-existent. Not yeah, she's yeah. like, oh my god, it hurts so bad. She's <laughs> like, I thought I would go into shock, but I did. <laughs> this hurts. Um, my favorite thing ever is Naomi uh, is on the codec call uh, after because uh, you have to console Roy, who's like freaking the fuck out. I don't know why I'm calling him Roy on this episode, not Colonel Campbell, but we're on first name basis. Um, and my favorite is Naomi jumps in and she's like, oh, Sniper Wolf, I know her. Yeah. Like literally d- direct quote. She just says, I know her. I know her. And it really cracked me up. She sounds very excited. She's oh, like, yeah. oh, that's um, my girl. What is she doing? Yeah. yeah. She's like, tell her I said, hey. I love her green hair. Oh, yeah. That no, green hair? Okay, Sam. Beautiful. <laughs> Don't care. Hey, I'm looking at the um, manual. She definitely looks like she's got some green yeah, hair. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I agree with that. It is what um, it is. She for sure has blonde hair and twin snakes. Like, that's not even debatable. But, yeah. I can yeah. see it. But, anyway. But, uh, but um, Snake says he's going to save Meryl whatever it takes, and Naomi's, like, real surprised about that. Oh, I know, um, dude. Naomi's just throwing the passive-aggressive shade. Naomi's yeah. a real asshole. You know? It's yeah. like... Hey, you're not out of here. It's the turtleneck. It's definitely yeah. the turtleneck. <laughs> it's the turtleneck. Um, Naomi's like really surprised by that, but she says that uh, he says that he doesn't need an excuse to save her. He's going to do it for himself, and then she apologizes to him actually. And then yeah, he she's gets very surprised. Yeah, yeah. This is somewhat uneventful. Um, I didn't have anything really. I don't think anything really happens unless no. you guys have notes stating otherwise do you guys want to no. just say we get the psg one and then we come back yeah we go back yeah. through the commander's room nuke building the back through the um the canyon where you fought the tank which is filled with claymores um oh, so that's you gotta right. be yeah, way more careful claymore city um they turn the lasers in the tank hangar like bay off so you don't have to yeah. deal with those anymore very nice um uh and then yeah, you yeah, that's about it. It's just in one of the rooms in the B two of the yeah. Uh, when you you, it's it's worth checking around in here because um because you have access now with your with your cards that you have, you have access to all of the rooms in the armory now. Um, mm-hmm. if you can get everything, um, uh, um, and you also like get the PSG one in this like really weird laser grid room. It's like very complicated and you have to go at it at an angle. It's very weird, but yeah, that was the one thing I was not a big fan of. Cause I like to play this game with a D pad, not mm-hmm. an analog boy when it comes to the yeah. top down metal gears and, mm-hmm. uh, kind of sucks for this one part. So anyway, but yeah, so we find ourselves back in the sniper wolf area. This time Meryl's body is gone. Mm. There's just some blood. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I just threw on the Therm G's, took some diazepam, which you can find in one of the holes with the wolves, um, yeah. and pulled out the PSG one, and just kind of did not have a problem whatsoever. Fired with away, this. Yeah. yeah. It's super easy to this this is this this one with with wolf is like it's super easy to not get fucked up. Yeah, I had to one. cheese the second one the way that Sam I think always used to do it in order to get through the second 
portion. Well, we might, I had a fucking hell of a time with the second one. We'll talk about that. Um, Sam, can you hit me with this theory that you have about this Mei Ling save thing again? Because I completely forgot about it, but I made note because you asked me if it prompts you to save. Yeah, um, so, so I, did I was not, trying to figure out because this is, I read this article and um, – I post. I took it in my in my in my show notes, but there's this article. Um, like it's an article, like it's a thread somebody posted um, on Resetra um, uh, about, and this is like they're talking about how it immerses the player through the torture sequence, and the argument is that the torture sequence really starts here um, after mm. after this battle, um, because as you as you go forward, because the saving has always been something that you did like by choice. Um, and as you move forward in this area, I, 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 I didn't like, I saved immediately because I'm a crazy person. Um, but, um, apparently if you walk forward far enough before you get to the door where they ambush you, um, Mei Ling calls you, um, and prompts you to save, um, which is the first time it's ever happened in the game. And it kind of is weird and foreboding a little bit. Um, so I wasn't sure, like I, di- I didn't, I didn't get a chance to try that out. So I'm not sure if that's hundred, that's actually true or not. But like, if it is, that's actually really like. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get say, prompted. I didn't get prompted either. I didn't either. Okay, so I, so I'm not sure. Then yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a cool theory. It would be um, cool. I do have <laughs> somewhat of a similar theory for the second disc episode when we get to it. Mm. But um, I mean, yeah, I did read that um, to save here before you uh, trigger the cutscene, just because if you don't. Um, get through the torture. You have to go all the way back to I don't know where. Yeah, if you die in the torture, like it does, uh, you can't continue. Like a, you have to go. If you back die in the to torture, you die insane. for real. Yeah. For real, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Oslo does straight tell you that he does. It's like, yeah. There's no game over here, boy. Yeah. So we'll if get they don't submit, yeah. Um, the other things, the, the other two things about this part that I that I thought were interesting is that if you call Otacon at all during this ordeal, you can tell like something's real up with him in regards to yeah. Wolf. Oh yeah. And if you call him after you beat her, he picks up, but he doesn't say anything and yeah, then just like, hangs up. Yeesh. Like father, like son. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then if you if you call if you climb up to the second floor where she was, um, you'll notice that there's a trail of blood that goes down the stairs. But um, but Wolf is of course missing. Where is she? Oh no. Um, yeah, this fight's a real pain in the ass in Twin Snakes. Um, we'll cover it in, in, in that. But, like, there are just so many more additional obstacles. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I'm pretty sure there are, like, birds just, like, posted. <laughs> birds. Oh, birds. So, which fucking sucks, because you, know. you throw in the thermals, and I kept getting distracted by birds. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, there she is. And I'm like, nope, that's, it's definitely a bird. It's a bird. Uh, <laughs> which is really irritating. Or it's rats, I think. It's one of the two, but we'll cover that in episode 95. If you're listening to this in the beginning of the feed, you've got a long way to go. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing in the whole wide world is, um, so Snake Snake goes to the little door where you're supposed to be going, um, except you get cornered by a bunch of these, like, um, what do they call? They're like heavy armor troops or heavy, let me look at the instruction manual. They are, yep, heavily armed troops. We get surrounded by them. They look a little different than the arctic warfare troops yeah. that we've been seeing um and sniper wolf comes up and she marks snake um says that she always uh she always uh gets her her mark or whatever yeah she, she always kills her prey she's a real creep. and she says that she will not stop thinking about snake until they meet again that's kind of nice uh, but snake straight up says the most fucking escape from new york thing ever 
Um, she's <laughs> yeah. like, try not to die, like in the torture room or whatever. And Snake goes, I'll die after I kill you. Such a good line. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. Such a good line. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you, Jeremy Blaustein. Yeah. So this, uh, I feel like it's got to be like straight up a quote from Snake Plissken. I, I don't see how it can't be. You know, like that's. Um, Definitely somebody said. The torture room, you won't really realize until after the torture is over, but it's happening right across the hall from where the DARPA chief was. Yeah. Yep. Weird. Mm. I is, like, a, like all kind of circles back. Yeah, which sucks because then you also have to then backtrack again a bunch. Yeah. to get yeah. back to the compound. Those fucking glaciers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, uh, we go into this uh, torture sequence with a really cool like first person cutscene at the beginning where we hear Ocelot talking to uh, yeah. I like because like, you're looking up at the lights from yeah. first person and yeah. they're just talking mad shit in the background one of yeah. the things we didn't mention last episode that James and I discovered while we were doing uh, a let's play yeah. is um, Raven during the sequence with the tank refers to Ocelot as Colonel Ivan Colonel Ivan yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah, who's who's I Ivan? Don't know. Is it like a is it like a torturer reference? Like Ivan the torturer? I kind of feel like oh. it was a tra- I feel like it was a translation problem. Yeah. Or like maybe they like I don't know. Maybe they were originally Maybe it was just like a like else. a like a rib like oh you're Russian <laughs> Ivan. Maybe. Yeah, cuz that yeah, isn't isn't that Gerlukovich's first name? Or no, it's Sergey. Uh, Sergey, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, so we're in this torture yeah. sequence. We get our two men talking to each other. Uh, you get to overhear a ton of it until one of them just goes, hey, boss, he's awake. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we should stop talking about the plan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Uh, before you wake up, however, uh, we learn that the DARPA chief was – they were unable to get the code from the DARPA chief, yep. which is contrary to what we had heard yep. because apparently he was reinforced with hypnotherapy – um, from uh, I guess yeah. his nano machines or something like prevented him from. I don't know, but I'm I'm glad that they they lean into the hypnotherapy here. I was like, ah, yes, I've heard this story before. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and also Liquid Snake gets a title card for the first time. In yeah, the game. yep. So, so this is our first introduction to him, it's James real. Flinders. Good for him. He's My definitely favorite, not uh, definitely fake not name. his name. Yeah, <laughs> good old fake name, James Flinders. Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, um, there's a plenty of evidence here to support that the real DARPA chief definitely died during torture. Yeah. Um, we'll explicitly be told that at the beginning of disc two, yeah. but you can pretty much piece it together yeah. during this. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Um, so Sniper Wolf is in the room now, too. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're 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 all talking and Liquid's like, he's, he's the one who stole my, my birthright and that it was finally time for them to meet and that... They also Fucking need snakes' baby. DNA to help them fix the genome soldiers. Yeah, and, it won't cure them, but it'll like postpone yeah. like the genome sickness because they Until still they need can get like, big boss. Big boss's DNA. Yeah, uh, Raven calls Liquid Snake on a fucking flip phone. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's so good. Which Liquid Snake's like, what? My hot pockets aren't done, and then he like has to dip out. <laughs> but just the thought of Raven using a flip phone is like the yeah. funniest mental image. Oh, yeah. I love the idea because he's like so big, and like it'd just be like really, like, it's just be tough to dial those buttons. Yeah. he's like, yeah. my prepaid plan goes like the way of the heart. I gotta put minutes on my phone. I must use all my minutes, for they do not roll over like the hedgehog <laughs> in the night. <laughs> As we the Sioux people say, <laughs> we do not have any time weekends. <laughs> As the Sioux people say, night and weekends after 9 p.m. <laughs> uh, I love it. 
Uh, Alcatel's $10 a minute. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, real quick, uh, we get a nice appearance from Pervert Camera, the oh, character, yeah. uh, as which is nuts <laughs> the even here. Even here with the fucking pixel perfect. Like, I got a squint from halfway across the room to even think of any of this as looking like human. Yeah. Uh, but the camera is still just like, hey, check out Sniper Wolf's chest it's as like, she's leaving. It's like, you know what that is, little boy. And I'm like, Snake's not even on that side of the room. Yeah. Like, how are you explaining this camera this placement? This is the, the biggest reoccurring character in Kojima's games is this this camera operator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Ocelot they, they points it out. Origin. Yeah, can we talk about how Ocelot still has a bloody stump that he is not keeping well bandaged whatsoever? He's, it's just my it's head. gross. <laughs> He's like fucking waving it around like he's got no issues, and it's like, dude, I just want Liquid to be like, I was like, put it away. You gotta like, you gotta not, dude. I just want Liquid to be like, is part of your torture going to be rubbing your wound all over Snake's face? Listen, real talk. Listen, editing the previous, editing the previous episode when you asked me to cue the my hand, and I found the clip. I. Died. Yeah, I listened to the episode back. It's so fucking funny. It's literally like we like like it's so. He's like, I'm Twirly McBadman. Ah, my hand! He's like, Oh no, my hand! It's like they. It's the way that I that I explained. It's like they weren't getting the right take from him. So what they did was in the recording room, they just hit his hand with a hammer, and then they just used that take. That's what it was. Uh, if we ever get Jeremy Blaustein on the episodes, uh, we absolutely have got to ask him what the fuck happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, um, real quick fun fact, yeah, they... which I 100% should have mentioned sooner. I just wanted to make mention, if you follow us on Twitter, you definitely saw images of this. I think there are 52 ghosts on Shadow Moses. It might be 43. Jeez, it's somewhere yeah. in that area. Somebody, like, up all the photographs. Yeah. I didn't realize Scott Dolph... And Jeremy Blaustein have ghosts that you it's can take pictures up. of in the game. Oh, scary. Weird. Which is weird. Also, Kojima's haircut in his ghost. It was weird. Interesting Wall. haircut. <laughs> uh, bring it back. Quite good. Start the GoFundMe. But anyway, yeah, Sam, tell us what this... Um, we're, Hey, we see you're playing a video game. Why don't you play this other video game for a second? Tell us about this second yeah. video game that we're going to be playing. Holy shit. So, um, yeah, there's, there's this, like... Well, there's a lot of stuff here that happens before you even, because Snake wakes up and then they talk about more stuff. Liquid gets its call on the flip phone, mm-hmm. and they're, the, the the Pentagon hasn't given into demands, and they're going to launch the nuke in 10 hours, and he leaves, and then Wolf leaves mm-hmm. to feed her family. Mm-hmm. We see the cleavage. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, we see the cleavage. Um, they mention that the ninjas killed 12 men, and must be some <laughs> kind of lunatic. Which is like, those are rookie numbers, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You're dealing with Psycho um, Mantis here. Come on. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then uh, um, they they also say they need to figure out what killed um, Octopus and Baker. Yeah, and that's that's the first hint. It's like what killed Octopus? Who the fuck is Octopus? Like that's that was your first hint that like something's up. Um, yeah, I do want to lay claim real quick. We have said countless times throughout the history of the show that Decoy Octopus is the unseen member yeah. of Foxhound. You totally you see totally his see his fucking face. Yeah. Um, in disc two, when we deal with Raven coming up, uh, there's just straight up a shot of Decoy Octopus's face. Yeah. Like looks, in, in engine looks face. Fine. So just wanted to let that <laughs> looks Metal Gear looks myth like busted. Boy. Yeah. Or girl. The, um, uh, so real quick, we never talked about it. Decoy Octopus in the instruction manual says very little is known about him slash her question mark. Yep. We don't really know. 
So anyway, it's a my pack. favorite part about this scene is that Wolf comes before she leaves. Wolf comes up to Snake and tells him, like, essentially says that Meryl's still alive. Calls him handsome, and then as she's leaving, Ocelot like whistles. <laughs> he goes. Oh, what? Once she I picks didn't a target, that at she all. doesn't think about anything else. I didn't notice a whistle. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I must have like, not paid a, attention. He's a real fucking weirdo in this game. Yeah. Not sure. This is very jarring for me. You mean Shalashaska? Yeah. 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 Shalashaska, yeah. Um, so Ocelot asked Snake about the optical disc that Baker gave him and said, if there are no copies, it's fine. And then asked him what the trick behind the PAL keys is. And Snake goes, hell if I know. And then Ocelot says it's time to play a game. And the um, he explains the rules of the torture game, the torture game, and, he said, and don't even think about using auto fire, or he'll know. Yeah, did, um, I I wonder. So if you're listening to this episode, um, I don't know if you have time to write in before the uh, listener response episode. However, um, if anybody has any experience of playing this game with an auto fire, oh, I already know how this, how this shakes out. Yeah, what happens? So so the game tracks if you're gaining life faster than if you're losing life and if it notices that that's happening it'll just kill you oh huh yeah yeah it'll just kill what if you're just really good so, at mashing the button really it's, it's like auto fire being like if you got like a turbo controller like something yeah. crazy like yeah. that yeah yeah that's interesting yeah so you have to press the circle button repeatedly to gain your strength back um to regain your life um and um you can press select to submit but if you submit he's gonna kill meryl essentially um, and if you die, you do not get to try again. You don't get to continue. You have to load your last save. So if you are not saving every five seconds like me, and like the last time you saved was like right before the mana's fight, you have to go all the way back to that save. Um, yeah, whenever I was first playing this game, I kind of figured that that's just how it worked always. So that's why I yeah. saved all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can continue usually, but this is the first time where it's like you're going all the way back. There's no continues. That's um, wild. The other trick here is that if you keep pressing circle after he stops torching you, you'll st- you'll keep gaining life for a little bit. So that's pretty helpful. Yeah, and this is the this mini game makes a return in the game right after this. Um, there are torture scenes and capture scenes in pretty much every game. Yeah, but not all of them involve this mini game. The gray one in mm-hmm. Peace Walker. Yeah, um, I had to. My forearm this. got fucked. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say I had to restart this four fucking times, um, and you know oh, wow. I had talked about this about how I was just gonna give up and save Otacon. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. I I couldn't do it. Yeah, I can't. I never can. I did Meryl again this time. I've literally yeah. never saved Otacon. Why would you? <laughs> so technically, let's let's be real. Technically, when you save Meryl, Otacon's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So like well, can- yeah. canonically, they're it's it's fine. Like this Either is the better way. ending, right? Um, but dude, my forearm got fucking swole. Yeah, dude. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. I, I, so I was just like, snake wouldn't give up. I, I can't give up. Yeah, so I role playing. I like it. I restarted it four times and, um, just like snake would have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Um, we started, so but, but yeah, you can't skip the cutscenes. So, um, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a bummer. Because mm-hmm. they're Spec- in engine. Like, you can't yeah, skip speci- them. Um, specifically the first person cutscenes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So, on try number four, I tried my patented tr- pencil trick. So, flash forward to the future when we play Peace Walker, um, or the past if you're a listener already. Um, 
I had Back a fucking future. hell of a time with the torture sequence of Peace Walker, and I had it. What I did was I busted out a pencil and just used that to jam the button, and that's how I beat it. My patented pencil trick failed me on my fourth try. Oh no! And I said, "Okay, I'm going to do it one more time, and if I fail, I'm just going to submit and keep going." And I managed to like I botched, like I slipped off the button in the first try, but for some somehow on my last on my fifth try, I managed to succeed. And I was just like, "God damn it!" And you're talking about the second torture, right? The sec, the sec. No, this is this is the first one. You were having that much difficulty on the first. How did you How did yeah. you finish the second one? I didn't deal with the second one. I feel like you get called back in a second yeah. time, no matter what. Really? Yeah. So yeah. so there's two there's two torture sequences here, and then he lets you go and says it's enough for the day. And then you're in your prison cell. You have some codec calls, and then you get called back in by the guard once more um, before Otacon comes to the cell. Oh, and um, so I don't think there's a way to sneak out of the prison cell before the second torture sequence. Oh, so essentially, it's no, one I big did, torture I did, but, but no, I, I had trouble on the first one for some reason. On the second one, I, I survived it the first try. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But the first one, that's why I'm not thinking about it. But the first one, I had the fucking hardest time with. Gotcha. For me, it's always like the very last one. Yeah, because I think so. Yeah, I think there's four or five waves. It's the very last one that, like, I get. I kid you not. I just like I get like my arm hurts so bad that yeah. I'm like fuck. But imagine stuff. Um, but along those lines, between those two, um, in this little prison section, it's actually really neat because Naomi will call you and uh, offer to uh, vibrate the controller on your arm. She asks mm-hmm. you to yeah. hold the controller up to your arm, and she soothes you. That's yep. nice. Yep. And this, this is made, so. This, this may is be where like, friend for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. This is this is where after the first torture sequence. This is where if you haven't put together the puzzle pieces, this is where you should be able to figure it all out together that Decoy Octopus was Donald Anderson. Right, man, he looks because, real dead. Well, not the yeah, real Donald you get Anderson, to the cell, he, he was the one that we encountered. Yeah. When we get to the cell, um, uh, the first thing Snake notices is the Darpa Chief's body's in the corner. Um, he smells real bad, and there's maggots on him, which implies that he's been dead for a couple days, at least. Um, and uh, this is kind of like, oh yeah, this is this is the real one and something bad happened to him and uh yeah uh the big um, the, the big the big descriptor too is uh he has no blood yeah, yeah. somebody blood took all great. of his blood yeah fucked up <laughs> somebody somebody took the blood into himself that's uh those are the bit. exact words that a certain person uses later is that how octopuses work i have no idea it's i wonder like do you blood. think he does do you think he or she does that for the nano machines Hmm, maybe. Interesting. I learned something yeah. also about nanomachines that definitely got retconned that gets mentioned by the same person who talks about taking in the blood. Um, this is Johnny, by the way, hanging out outside of the prison. Um, yep. As canonically, every time you are imprisoned, it is a Johnny, except for mm-hmm. in two, yeah. I think. Um, maybe it's just the f- in the first and the third game. I don't know why I said every. But, um, well, there's no, one guard- there's no one guarding you in two, remember? Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Johnny's sick uh, and sneezing mm-hmm. because uh, Meryl took his clothes. Classic Johnny. Yep. Which I thought was very funny. A cold boy. Um, the big thing, I'm trying to remember if it happens between sequences or what. I think it's during the codec. Um, Snake essentially is talking about like why, um, why this even happened, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm pretty sure the colonel is just telling him that, like, due to American image, while the president is visiting the summit. Yeah. Uh, the think, start three, yeah. Yeah, the start three summit, which is, it's interesting that it's S3, like mm. another S3 that mm. comes into the series. Whoa. Um, but uh, Colonel essentially says that they have to keep the whole thing under wraps no matter what, just to kind of preserve the American image, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Apparently so the this, president doesn't even know about Metal Gear. Like it's on a super need to know basis. Yeah, allegedly. We, allegedly. We will, there's, yeah. a, there's reason to believe that's not true, but yeah. yeah so. I, th- I think this is one of the Kodak calls where he, he says something along the lines of like, if this got out, the president would be ruined. And that yeah, was- because allegedly, because allegedly, again, the president is against eugenics <laughs> yeah. publicly, the- and uh, <laughs> and news of the genome army getting out would ruin him. Apparently, that yeah. that line happened, and I was like, ah, that line wouldn't work today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, this climate. And Snake asks if that's all the colonel knows, and he's really he's quiet and well, cagey about upset it. about that. And then they switch over to Anderson, talk about how he's he's dead, um, <laughs> and then. Campbell asks Snake, he says, you know, it's a lot to ask, and Snake interrupts him and says that he will save Meryl. And can't yeah, for sure. About it. And then you go into if your you call, torture. Yeah, my, well, my favorite thing here, too, is if you call Miller, he gives you all this advice about surviving torture and how to escape and stuff like that and what to do, and I find that preemptively hilarious and upsetting at the same time. Did you try calling Meryl? I, I don't think I did this playthrough. I did. No response. There's no response. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Which is always sad. Yeah, there's no response at all for the rest of the game from Meryl. That's Interesting. Um, but yeah, so then after you get out of the second torture, I don't think there's really any additional information from, uh, Ocelot during the second torture. Yeah, he kind of repeats the same shtick. Um, that's when Otacon shows up and I'm pretty sure he just brings you food. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that he brings you is a ketchup bottle and then Otacon is being a real wiener and Snake's like, <sighs> I need you to help break me out. And Otacon's like, I'm not going to hurt anybody. And then becomes invisible and runs away. Yeah. Um, and you have a couple different ways to get out of the cell. Um, I believe you can hide under the bed. Okay. And then the guard comes back and sees that you're gone, freaks out, comes in to check on you, and you can time it to where you can get out and, like, beat his ass. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I think that's in the game is because if you – I accidentally broke the ketchup bottle while he still could see me, uh, and he so just went like, what are you doing in there, weirdo? Uh, and I was just like, ah, oh, damn it. Interesting. So I think they yeah. had to code in, like, a fail save. That's smart. I but did the ketchup. But I think it you works. can also, if you wait long enough, yeah. I think Otacon just unlocks the door from, no the, shit. from the network, I think. Yeah. That's cool. Or if you call him enough times, I think yeah. he'll just like hack the door open. That's cool. I thought the ketchup I, was neat. I uh, He came back into the... He, so he leaves and goes to the bathroom, and that's when you can do the ketchup. I, I, I forgot how to break the bottle for a second. I couldn't do it for whatever reason. And um, I couldn't do it before he came back out. He will fall asleep if he comes back out after a little bit, and you can use it then, and it'll and it'll work the same way. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. There's just a lot of funny gags here. Um, yeah. I think there's only those three ways to get out, though. I don't think yeah. there's like a a secret. If you if you lay flat and crawl and spin in a circle, he comes in to help <laughs> join your dance party, <laughs> which would be fucking um, amazing. You also get some background about Naomi here too. If you, um, cause after the, after the second torture, I believe Campbell will call you, call, call you. Um, and the, this is when the player? you get the massage thing. Huh? <laughs> the player <laughs> calls yourself. Yeah. Up. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't put the right emphasis on the No, I know. I was kidding. Corrected myself. Um, but Campbell will call you and, um, this is when the massage thing happens, and then Naomi will mention that she had a brother. They'll talk about family. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't she um, also talk and, about her Japanese father? Yep. Yes, this is when she mentions. Um, the, so she mentions her brother, and that um, he put her to school, but that um, that he was dead now. 
Right. Um, Actually, is this not at the beginning of the comm tower? That's what I've got in my notes. That it's Mei Ling. No, it's Mei Ling Miller. No, yeah, Mei Ling Miller and Naomi all hop on a party line and talk about stuff. And Naomi talks about her Japanese dad. I think it's the beginning of the comm tower. Oh, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it now. We talk about it now. I just wanted to like for. No, this is when. No, this is when she talks about genes and why she got into. Oh, that's right. Yep. 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 So she, she talks to Snake. She says, "If there's a woman in his life, he says no." She asks. She asks him if he has any friends, and he says, "Campbell." (laughs) Which is funny because they haven't talked in years before. Yeah. yeah. Campbell's like funny that you'd still call me a friend. Yeah, and then he also talks about a. Gray Fox and how they were friends despite being on the opposite side of the war. Yeah. Um, and then Naomi says that um, that men are predispositioned to violence in their genes or something like that. Um, and then she says that she got into genetics, but she wanted to figure out who she was because she didn't know who her parents were and says that you can tell someone's fate by their DNA. And Snake asks her what his fate is, and she says she has no idea. And Snake says something that I thought was really, really cool, was that he says, because you're a scientist, not a fortune teller. Yeah, I like Damn. that. Damn. Yeah, every once in a while, there'll be these, like, fucking phenomenal bangers. Yeah, which is, like, kind of a similar to, like, the conversation he had with Psycho Manus earlier about, like, his future and his path. Yeah, they do a really good job of, at the beginning, positioning Snake to be this badass, but by the end of the game, you're like, this guy... Is really flawed yeah. and kind of sad this and is kind like, of a du- like a douchebag. This is like mm-hmm. the type of guy that like when the when the camera's off of him, like he's going into his like one bedroom apartment, sitting in an armchair, lighting a cigarette, and just sitting in the dark. Yeah, you know, hundred percent, which is way more in line with the snake that we get in MGS four. Yeah, I would say. Um, but yeah, that's interesting, and I think all that stuff comes to roost uh, at the end of the game when they start to talk about the themes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, when so you can when you escape, you grab your shit. Um, pro tip: immediately check your inventory. <laughs> yeah, they put a bomb in your shit. Um, I remember forever ago. It might have been the first time I was playing this. Actually, I legit blew up. Yeah, it was like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember, Isaac. Did you did you get hurt by that the first time you played through it? Uh, I don't remember either, but it sounds right. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you you blew up. I think what happened to me is I blew up and it killed me and then I went yeah. back and then I got a Kodak call that was like, hey, you got a bomb in your pocket <laughs> from, uh, from Deep Throat. Oh, nice. so it actually just, it kills you completely. It doesn't like hurt you. It just it ki- it killed Oh, me. yeah, it just murders you. Yeah, wow. it a bomb blew up in your pocket. <laughs> just in your pocket. Is it in your hot pocket? It's in my hot pocket. My pocket <laughs> is hot. I really want a hot pocket right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great. We didn't read about Sniper Wolf, Ocelot, or Liquid in our book, so let me do that real fast. Just knock these out before we get to the next section. Uh, Sniper Wolf, page 47, a brilliant sniper. She can wait in sniping position for hours, days, or even a week without moving a muscle. Yeah, okay. Could have fucking fooled me. <laughs> Uh, Revolver Ocelot, an expert with handguns and a sadist with a penchant for torture. Yeah, an expert with shit with that one fucking hand. Yeah. Can I uh, tell you, when I was a kid in fucking 1998, I had no idea what sadist or penchant (laughs) meant, so I was just like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah, I think I was like, saddest? Why is he so sad? That's exactly what I thought it was. Uh, Liquid Snake, a man with the same face as Snake. That's a real, like, Nick Cage, John Travolta, back-of-the-box DVD face-off quote. Um, (laughs) As Foxhound's squad leader, he's the mastermind behind the terrorist attack. He sucks. He's also wearing Big Boss's sick fucking shoulder-padded jacket. I hate it. Oh, dude, I love that jacket. No, I love the jacket. I hate the Liquid Snakes wearing it. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Um, Doesn't deserve to wear it. So let's just, let's all play pretend that we're now back (laughs) at the comm tower. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the one addition I think is they've added some machine gun camera turrets mm-hmm. in the um, B1 of the tank hangar. Yeah. Um, when you come out, which is like a real fuck you. It's like, hey, you got rid of that bomb. That's cool. F- fuck you. Here, eat some machine yep. guns. And it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, so we're outside of the comm tower. Um, Sam, let's continue this Naomi discussion because Mei Lang, Miller, and Naomi all jump on. Party time. The party line. Yeah. So this is where they have a, a conversation about um about their, pep their, their step peppers. Yeah. So um around here, Snake gets a call from Campbell and he apologizes for not being able to save Merrill and she and he tells um tells Snake that she was a soldier and knew the risks, and then Snake tells Campbell um uh what Merrill told him in the bathroom that she thought that it was the only way to like connect with her father. Um um at this point, Miller butts in and he says that Snake can't dwell on the past um, and that he knows from experience that if he dwells on the past, it'll lead to madness, which... <laughs> um, <laughs> which? <laughs> <laughs> um, Editor's note. Ha. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, Naomi here tries to uh, coax Snake into admitting that he has feelings about Meryl, but Snake will not do it. Yeah, Naomi's in this weird, like, I'm going to be your wingman slash spiteful yeah. friend, where she's like, yeah, you know you want to fuck her. And it's just like, who are you? Yeah, it's like, why are you so mean yeah. to me? Yeah. But also nice. But really mean. Um, <laughs> Cam- Campbell, what Campbell does here is he brings up that interrogation must be in her genes. And they're like, what? And Naomi tells a story about her grandfather, who was an undercover operative, um, a Japanese undercover operative that... Um, that Worked as a what was it FBI? Yeah, yep. worked Under directly to uh, J. Edgar Hoover yeah. in the fifties. Yeah. yeah, and he worked. He worked in um, nabbing the mafia in New York in the fifties. Yeah, I and love Miller, the way that this whole thing plays out because Colonel Campbell definitely like chimes into the oh, conversation yeah. that he is not a part of. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, Naomi, hey, yeah. tell him, tell him, tell him what you told me. Thing. It was yeah. super cool. Yeah. We had a great time with the mob." <laughs> and Miller here just like, I thought you didn't have family, and then she yeah. like really quickly says that she researched it when she was adult and that he was dead by the time she found out about him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's her then, grandfather, I think. Yeah. Right? It's her grandfather. Did we say that? Yeah. Grandfather, yeah. 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 And then, uh, Campbell encourages snake not to worry about Merrill and complete the mission. And then we move yeah. on to the Miller's uh, not having that shit. Comms tower. It, yeah. Miller ends with like a real, Hmm. hmm. I do some research. Quick, quick idea for a video game. Yeah. You just are the support crew hanging out and killing Ooh, time yeah. while Snake is like <laughs> sneaking through Shadow Moses. I like that. Like, I want to know what That'd they're cool. doing. Because like, at a certain point, too, Colonel Campbell's like, Naomi's not here. She's in the back taking yeah, a nap. Yeah, just taking a nap. Yeah. So I was like, uh, well, I, well, so here's here's my whole headcanon for that is that she was not taking a nap. She was doing the, the Oh, for thing. sure. For sure. She was yeah. doing bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because this whole game technically takes place in less than a day, right? Yep. It's yeah. 24 hours. So anyway, yeah, we're here. Uh, we enter the tower and immediately are spotted. Yeah, um, we have to like grab this. some rope. At the beginning, yeah, yeah, I didn't like what this section either. What happens if you don't grab the rope? Like, if you're just like, "Oh fuck," and you just run past it. I believe you have to come all the way back down. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I think I did that last. 
I almost said last year. Three years ago when we started this podcast, I did that. Oh, wow. I believe. Shit. Because I did not play along fully, but I did play portions mm. back then. And I 100% got to the top of this, and I'm pretty fucking positive I had to turn right back around. Yeah. Yeah. Holy God. Okay. Yeah, this game is not made for this type of gameplay. No. And I argued it for... So Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake has this exact moment in it. Really? And it is way worse in that game, but it's still not great here. No, it's not. Yeah. It, it felt out of place. It it took me a while to do this. I got killed a couple times, yeah. and by the time I actually finished it, I had, like, no life left. Mm-hmm. I had, like, a sliver of life. It was really bad. I feel like there's no way... There are a couple moments in this game. I feel like another one is all of the fucking cameras leading up to the Metal Gear, but I feel like you can just use a ton of chaff grenades and it's fine. Right. But mm-hmm. there are certain portions of this game where it feels like you just take damage tax. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no way... Like, essentially, it's the thing I was talking about with the fight with Meryl. Right. Um, whenever at the beginning when you're fighting the guards that are coming in. Right, you just yeah. have to... There's no way to... Like, like you can't play well enough yeah. to not take damage. You just have to get hurt. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I just threw the fucking body armor on and just kind of ran for most of this. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, if you If you flip... If guys will sometimes pop up in front of you, and I found that if you flip them backwards, it knocks the other guys behind you like a bowling, like bowling pins. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, when you it, get up to the very top, you can just start shooting all of them, and yeah. then you're, you're good. Right. Yeah, once you get to a certain point, like, if you can get to the ladder and climb up it, they just obviously won't follow you. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of this. Isaac, how'd you hold up here? Did you use the square X trick, or had you not learned about it? I, well, I guess Sam had told us all, but then I forgot about it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and yeah, so, I tried it. I'm real bad with it. The square yeah. X thing, I can't get it to lock on to anything. I'm really bad at aiming in this game in general. Oh, yeah. I just can't figure it out, like the depth or the, the, the angles. So weird. Um, I thought this thing went on for like way too long, you know, mm-hmm. and I died a couple times um, yeah. along the way. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Um, I'm going to make a bold statement right now. I think that this section running up the comm tower is worse than um, Palky. Well, I think this playthrough, I'd probably agree with mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like the backtracking was kind of tedious, but at least like you could not do it. Die, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like Isaac just to your point, shot to get shot. Yeah, Isaac. To your point just now about how hard it is to shoot with the depth and stuff, I think one of the things that we didn't really we didn't really talk about, and I don't know if it's due to the, I don't know if they were doing pressure sensitivity in the controllers before the PS2, um, but I know that that's involved in MGS2. In MGS1, I think if you, as long as you hold square, you won't let go and shoot. But there's like, and I, and I don't think we've talked about this. There's like a soft lock on. Yeah. So if yeah. you hold square uh, around a dude, Snake... And so you have to give yourself, like, a second before you shoot. Yeah. Because Snake will, like, auto-target. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to, like, allow him to auto-target before you let go of square. Yeah, it's think. super fiddly if you're not... Like, it has yeah. to be, like... You're, it's, re- it's like, weirdly precise. Yeah, it's, like, fighting game precise for some yeah. fucking reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I hated this section. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. We're in agreement. <laughs> Um, yeah, we get to the top and it's real bombastic and lots of explosions because <laughs> the Hindy's here. Here's that motherfucker with his Hindy. Hi, Hindy. And let me flip to page 53 and read you the description <laughs> on the Hindy. Everybody, 53. No, I'm kidding. There. There's not one. I wish there was one. <laughs> yeah, here's my favorite thing about the Hindy is that 
he fucking took out two F F-16s, right? Yeah. Yeah. With this thing, and, yep. like, you you turned him into a little bitch baby. Whoa. <laughs> so, not yet. I'm just saying. Well, not yet, but, like, yet. you will. I do want to make mention real quick that in page 53, and I was just flipping through this for jokes earlier, but in page 53, 100% they retconned. It's not Zanzibar land. It's just Zanzibar. It's just straight up Zanzibar. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, you know. <laughs> and I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they retcon it back again. Yeah, it's definitely Zanzibar land in future games. Yeah, yeah. they call it Zanzibar land in the... Like all of the text, flavor text, timeline, post, yeah, for seven, sure. five. Yeah, because Zanzibar is a real country, and I'm pretty sure you can't yeah. make a claim that they're like a terror nation. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But anyway, weird typo. I just wanted to point it out while I saw it. Yeah. Um, What's going your favorite dessert? Oh, I no. will make it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it. Uh, very good, very good. Uh, but yeah, so we are now having to do the inverse of yep. the com tower which is rope swinging down the side of this tower i spider-man as far as as far as the way that the mini games in this game play out i think this is like the least mechanically sound yeah this is a little bit of a nightmare yeah it kind of sucks (laughs) it's got a a close second with the um turret sequence at the end of the game yeah Mm. but uh at least you can yeah, do that one. You just gotta person. let you hop down. You avoid the steam. You mm. avoid the fire, and you just kind of make it down. Keep eventually, <laughs> keep pushing through, yeah. and eventually, after you die a couple times. I I read a note online. Apparently, in Twin Snakes, if you don't pick up the rope, you can uh, hang, drop. Oh, like you can what? just like ledge hold your whole way down. Oh, that's cool. Which uh, huh. seems way better for me yeah. than than this. So I'll have to I'll have to play with that when we get to that point. But uh but yeah, it's essentially just a uh think of like an inverted ice climbers NES game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't do a good job, but I made it to the bottom without dying, so hey. Yeah. And then there's like a long catwalk connecting the two towers. Mm-hmm. And um Best Lord of the Rings book. Yeah. No, and uh there's like a bunch of dudes at the end. There's a bunch of dudes at the end of the um walkway that we can hit with the Nikita if we want to, but I've noticed yeah. that when you hit them with the Nikita, they come back, which is weird. Oh. What? Yeah, what do you like, mean they come back? So between popping off shots of the Nikita, like more dudes kept populating for me. No, not for me. It was yeah, always a three that was roll durable. Oh, that must have been what it was, because yeah. I thought I killed them, and then I like shot again, and I was like, why are they still there? Yeah, yeah no, they, they just keep, they keep on getting up, because they take a lot of hits, but the they're, just, they're the same three guys. Oh, uh, so it's the elevator folks. Yeah. 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 yeah, those motherfuckers. Those okay. guys. But yeah, so we get to the base of the second tower, and immediately, like right as we enter, we just pick up a stinger, which I was like, okay, yeah. that's that's how we're gonna fight that helicopter. This is convenient. <laughs> um, ele- we've got some elevator issues. If you go all the way down, the stairs are blown out, and if you mm-hmm. go all the way up before going all the way down, there's some boxes blocking it. But yep. when you come back mm-hmm. up again, uh, good soft boiled boys right there waiting for us. Yep. Yeah. Our good friend yeah. Otacon. Everybody's favorite yeah, guy. Yeah, Snake hears a noise and uh, he reveals... says begrudgingly. <laughs> um, yeah, but Otacon says that he saw Snake repelling down the building from the back of the enemy's truck on the way to the fucking building. <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, and he says, um, he says, uh, he says Snake's like a movie hero and Snake says, Snake says that in the movies the hero saves the girl. And then uh, Otacon... Oh, don't beat uh, yourself up, Snake. Yeah. 
And then Otacon asks if Snake has ever fallen in love and asks the infamous, can love bloom on the battlefield? Oh, question. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Snake says, anyone can fall in love anywhere and anytime, but they have to be able to protect the one you love. And Otacon wow. agrees real sadly. Yeah, Otacon's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Something I will never do. Yeah. And then uh, he asks Otacon to repair the uh, stealth camo and that uh, that uh, Snake says he has to swat down a noisy fly. <laughs> yeah, which love is that. great. Great callback. Yeah. And then um, you uh, make your climb to kill Vice President Helicopter. Yeah, so we head up the stairs, and uh, we fight the helicopter, and it's just a bunch of, it's two brothers yelling at each other while uh, shooting at each other with missiles. Pretty if much you it. call Miller at any point here, there is no response. Interesting. <laughs> Where's Ooh. Miller? Can you imagine if, there, if he would have answered? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been really funny. Just <laughs> like he's screaming. Like, he's like scrambling to like put his shit on in <laughs> the code. Oh, Brother, uh, I mean, uh, uh Snake. <laughs> sorry, Snake, I was taking a shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this boss fight's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, the helicopter circles the tower, we pop off a stinger shot. You can kind of arc the stinger in a weird way mm-hmm. if you manage to get, like, a lock-on in enough time. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just shoot the helicopter down, Snake real badass turns and looks at the camera as the helicopter explodes <laughs> and goes off the back of the... Oh, such a good back of the tower. Such a good line. Um, I'm pretty sure there's no. Oh yeah, at the very end, dude, Snake just goes. That takes care of the cremation. Yeah, that, yeah. And I was so like, that is the coldest goddamn line Snake delivers in the whole game. Um, but yeah, so Otacon calls and tells Snake that the elevators work were uh, working again. Um, this fucking exchange cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is like my all one of my all time favorite so moments good. in Metal Gear. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to go through that, James? Uh, yeah. So I mean, there he's just basically like talking about, oh, it's weird that the elevator just started working again, and I like, oh yeah, sure, oh yeah, it is weird. <laughs> Snake's like, were there any issues with it? And he's like, oh well, I did notice that the the weight limit was going off, and I'm a real frail boy. He's like, how much do you weigh? He's like, oh, you know, it's just, oh, uh, Snake does some super quick math. <laughs> Then 135 pounds. And Snake's like, it would take 526 pounds to make the elevator. I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah. It would take literally four grown other men. Yeah, he says it should hold about 650 pounds. It would take five men to make that limit. And uh, Otacon's face oh, on the so codec zooms up on the screen and he says, because he, uh, he, he mentions that his uh, stealth camo, the four other stealth camos were missing. And then he goes, yeah. Snake, they're wearing stealth suits and they're in there with you. <laughs> then... And then it cuts out of that, and they're just like, it's too late, Snake. Time to die. <laughs> yeah, I like how... Can we just talk about the unsung heroes of this boss fight? So good. Dude, these four nameless <laughs> dudes who, like, literally without the thermal goggles, you w- would never know what they look yep. like. They're great. Um, <laughs> four nameless, faceless, shit-talking four dudes. brave men. <sighs> it's very much... It's very uh, X-Men Arcade. Welcome to die, X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that one of them would have been like, yeah, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop being a little bit snake. Yeah. Quit talking to your boyfriend, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what, you guys going to kiss? Ew. Oh, uh, that'd be so good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can just throw on the thermals and I fucking just lit them up yeah, with, with the, the thermals. thermals. It's very yeah, easy. Called it a day. Yeah. This you know what my favorite thing about this was? Too, as well, by the yeah. way. My favorite thing about this was knowing exactly what's about to happen. I put on the thermals before I press the button. Fucking nothing. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. nobody in there. <laughs> yeah, which is really irritating. This game kind of does... I mean, I, I wasn't quite sure where to put this, but this game kind of does 
the same trick a lot of times with its reveals. And the trick is a very simple one, which is, hey, come back later. Hey, you came back. While you were gone, we changed some things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, ah, they like, do it all the time. Yeah, like one of the like the bodies they're missing, like the one thing that like they uh you go through the um the cave to get to the first sniper battle with Wolf, and then as you make your way back as you go through the commander's room, Manus's body is just gone. Yeah. There's just a lot of things where like, like there's a lot of like spooky. missing bodies and like stuff happening. Like it's just Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Don't get me wrong, I yeah. like it, but I feel like they just use the same trick. Yeah. Which Constantly. is probably like a limitation of the technology back then, I would think, too. A yeah. little bit. They probably need you to reload the the location. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then we come out, after we whip those boys' asses, um, we come out um, of the elevator into the snowfields. Real quick, um, if you pay attention, you can turn around in first person before you trigger the sniper wolf fight and see a parachute mm. stuck on the barbed wire or whatever at the top of the comm tower fence. Interesting. And oh. um, you can call Master uh, uh, Colonel Campbell, and Snake mentions it. Yeah. And Colonel Campbell's like, there's no way that a man would have um, survived a fall like that. Yeah. And Snake's like, well, the parachute sort of seems like a dead ringer. And um, Roy's like, do you think he's trying to tell you that he's still alive? And Snake says, I think he's trying to tell me that he's going to string me up. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck, okay. Um, it's interesting. It's I can, I can pull up the baller. scene. Yeah, there's one line at the end, and I've never seen it before, and somebody wrote in, and I 100% apologize, I do not have it directly in front of me. I believe it was either Adam or PJ who mentioned it. Maybe I am forgetting. I will double check that really quickly um, while Sam describes this boss fight. But the other thing that I wanted to make mention of is the, um, the line at the end. So I'm going to pull that up as well. I wish I had the uh, script. So I apologize for not having that ahead of time. Sam, tell us about the boss fight. Yeah. So you go to the snowfield and you take a few steps in and snake gets shot (laughs) and he gets called by Otacon and kill um, me. Yeah. <laughs> Otacon realizes it's Sniper Wolf, and uh, Snake is like, "Are you happy about this?" And he goes, "No." And then he begs Snake not to kill her. Yeah, and tells, like, whatever, uh, Snake bro. That, he, that uh, yeah, um, tells Snake that that she's a good person. And then Wolf interrupts and says that from her, she can see him perfectly from her position. Um, and then Otacon begs them both not to fight each other, and Wolf says, tells him to butt out, and then. Uh, she says that she's going to send Snake a love letter, a bullet from her gun to his heart. We've talked about it before. It's a quote from something, right? Yeah, so it's from um, Blue Velvet, which yeah. is right. a... So um, good. It's from Blue Velvet, which is a um, David Lynch film, and the line is delivered by Dennis Hopper. And Dennis Hopper says, I'm going to send, and he's talking to Kyle McLaughlin, who's the main character. And he says, I'm going to send you, (laughs) his is way more profane. He's like, I'm going to send you a love letter, fucker. It's a bullet from my gun to your heart, fucker. Fucker. And it's just like super (laughs) weird. But like she like line for line copies it. Um, And holy shit, I guess I have the um, Metal Gear Solid Integral uh ISO file that I'm emulating off of. Oh, so uh, because apparently it's from Integral. I'll have to verify that it's only Integral. I have to look it up because I feel like the person who wrote in didn't have it in Integral. I'll keep checking real quickly, but the one thing that I wanted to make mention of uh, mention of that was kind of weird um was uh it's right here at the very fucking end. Oh man, come on, come on, come on. 
Oh, yeah. So when Colonel at the very end says, well, in any case, don't let your guard down. For some reason, his portrait is just static. Hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was super weird. It is weird. Um, Oh, this is the one thing that I thought was super weird. Snake literally says impossible. As soon as he jumped out of the pilot seat, he would have been sliced up faster than an onion on an infomercial. Wow. Thanks, Snake. (laughs) Which is a literal line which makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. Were there infomercials as popular in the oh, late yeah. 90s? Okay. Fuck yeah, oh, yeah, dude. It's just like a weird deep cut, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> the nicer not, nicer. Not, not any deeper than the fucking Iditrod or whatever the snow mushroom Iditarod? thing is. Iditarod? The, I did. What did you call it? Iditrod. Iditrod. <laughs> I don't know what I'm... <laughs> what, Idaho, Udaho, Iditrod, Udatrod. Iditarod? What is it? Iditarod. Iditarod. Yeah, Iditarod. Jesus. <laughs> that was close. Let me see. Um, I, feel like- I wanted to bring this up here because I know that um, if you listen in the future, if you're listening if for the first time, um, I, we're going to have an episode about this in the future. And if you're listening to it um, uh, in the from a as a listener who's listened before, um, you've listened to this episode probably. If I've ever said anything good about this boss battle i'd like to officially apologize for that because i hate this (laughs) (laughs) i put it on my like top 10 list of like boss battles in the series and it's not it's bad so sorry (laughs) oh no did anybody do it the uh proper way well, so here's the thing. I don't remember what the proper way is, nor do I remember what the cheese way is. I, so I don't know what is what and what I did. So I need some help here. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, so I can talk about the cheese way. And I can also confirm very, very quickly that um, based on what I'm reading right now, that codec conversation is in um, all the versions of the game, I think. Hmm. Oh, the fucking Nikita. Yeah, so that's what I did. That's right. <laughs> I um, I used the Nikita at the, the end. It was the last hit because I ran out of sniper bullets and Dizapam. Oh, wow. So Dang, I was just dude. like, fuck, I guess I'll just use the Nikita. Like, I was having a real hard time. Yeah. Well, I she got super moves frustrated. Around so fucking much. Yeah, I got super frustrated with how much she was moving. And the fact, so one of the things we need to 100% isolate here is that the draw distance is a motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. And, like, if you are. I don't know how to describe it. It's like if you've ever played Tenchu Stealth Assassins or whatever the fuck that game is. Um,. It's like that, where it's like four feet in front of you, it's just black. Right. Mm-hmm. And so in this, it's like trees, black snow, mm-hmm. unless you're in the sniper view. And when you're in the sniper view, you can only move so much without kind of getting lost. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's hard. To, it's a fucking nightmare. It's not I, um The other thing, too, is like, there's this, like, like, imaginary line that if you try and cross it, she will just shoot you no matter what you yeah, do. Yeah. Th- yeah. Mm-hmm. I discovered and that. She's ob- and she's able to get off multiple shots on you with, like... With no problem, and for some reason, I think I may have been thinking about um, thinking about four because this is what I did on the snowfield in four. Was um, I re- I remember in this battle thinking, oh right, I hit under the truck, and you can't even get close to the truck, otherwise she'll just fucking take you out. Mm, so yeah. yeah, man, I applaud yep. you guys. Yeah, I what did you do, Isaac? A bunch of times. Um, so I'm awful at sniping, mm-hmm. like terrible, like the worst. Um, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> use more at use more uh, uh, synonyms for awful. 
Um, Please. What else did I use? Use the worst. Um, terrible. Terrible. Um, the no good, very bad day. Amen. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. Isaac and so PSG one's no good, horrible, very bad day. <laughs> <laughs> so I automatically go to the the Nikita and then just fire away mm-hmm. at her. Easy peasy. <laughs> Easy peasy put pie. Yeah, I didn't even think about the Nikita because I yeah because now that we're talking about this, I remember bringing that up like when yeah. we originally did this, and uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't do it this time until the very end of the the battle because I died so much. I was Gotta like, do it. Fuck this, I fucking hate it. <laughs> Gotta do the um, Nikita. <laughs> I did this battle six fucking times. I ran out of rations. I ran out of diazepam. I ran out of bullets on the last one. I just had to cheese her with the rocket. Like that's it's just it's not like it's not great. And I and I really want. I mean, and, honestly, uh, if I'm in the field and there's a sniper shooting at me and I've got a rocket launcher, <laughs> I mean, right. what, what yeah. are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah the problem. Is, the, I will say the problem with the um, the problem with doing it that way. Um, is that the rocket will you have to like curve it up a hill? Yeah, yeah. And if you don't do it just right, you you will keep running the missile into the side of the fucking hill. Yeah. And the big problem with that is you only have twelve of them. Right. So, um, granted, yeah. I think you only need like four to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she spots it before it gets to her, I believe she will. She'll um, shoot it. She'll yeah. shoot it. Yeah. Um. Did anybody after this battle? Did anybody use the sniper rifle again? I did not. No. No, I didn't even I use it in this I battle. Never saw a reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use it in this one either. God damn it! So um, I only I, ever use a sniper rifle. I use a sniper rifle to fight her the first time, and then the second time, and then that's the only time I ever use a sniper rifle in this game. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I believe that sniper. I believe that the uh, the person who wrote in about the parachute scene is just lost to time. Wow. Mm. So I apologize there. If you wrote um, in about the parachute scene, reach out to Alessio. Yeah. yeah. If you wrote in about the parachute scene, write in again and then we'll lose that one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I apologize. Typically I'm way more put together whenever we're doing listener response episodes. So I wasn't thinking about Damn. it. Um, but I will continue to passively dig it up in the background while we, while we speak. Um, you could, but yeah, you so we good. should probably talk about, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying you good. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac. Um, oh my God, yeah. we are we are tantalizingly close to the end of this too right now. So let's correct. Uh, let's talk about what happens after the battle. Oh, you know where Otakin cries like a little bitch. Oh, yeah, no. James has no emotions. I got no remorse for this guy. He's bad jeans. He's just he's not. He's got bad. So does Snake. But like it's, it's we've talked about this. It's the Snake's love. Got Sins of the jeans. father. Sins of the father. God damn it. Just Snake's father's great. Good guy. <laughs> big Boss is kind of an asshole, and what? you can't. Yeah, he's a big asshole, and you can't oh, deny yeah. that. I don't know about that. He's just trying to do what's best for oh, the no, world. Oh no, Wow. Okay. And anyway, um, but yeah. So you approach a dying sniper wolf, <laughs> and um, she says that she's waited for for the moment, and. Um, this moment and that she was shot in the she's lung shot is what she said lung um, shot but she cannot be saved um and she dreamed of dying in a peaceful place like this essentially <laughs> which is like super hardcore there is some like real edge lord like script writing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. in this yeah oh yeah yeah and you she think, mentions you think most like of that's her... Kojima you think it's the translation oh dude I 
no, no who idea. knows? Yeah. I think most of it is the time, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. yeah she was uh she was born on the battlefield and her like whole life was fucked. Um and uh her hero Saladin took her from her misery. Saladin, which, Saladin. Saladin, Saladin, yeah. Um and Saladin is uh big boss. Um Hell yeah. and uh turned her into a sniper and she was able to watch the world from uh from the scope of her rifle. <laughs> Again, just, very edgy. The scope. I, I watched the <laughs> I watched the brutality of mankind as an observer from the scope of my rifle. Oh piece of shit. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she joined Liquid uh, to take revenge on the world, um, uh, and uh, she shamed herself and her people by selling her body and soul for vengeance. Wow. And S- Snake tells her that wolves are noble creatures, and um, <laughs> and uh, she and then she asks Snake if he is Saladin. Um, oh. And then yeah, and then Snake asks her why she spared Meryl. Um, and then she tells him that she never kills for, for sport and that Meryl wasn't her target. And, um, Wolf realizes at this point that she wasn't waiting to kill him, that she was waiting to be killed by him. And then she calls Snake a hero and begs to be set free. And then Otacon pops up and goes, um, asks her why and says that he loved her. And Wolf, um, asks for her gun, just completely ignores him, um, asks for her gun <laughs> and like really wants it because it's part of her. Yeah. Um, and then the dogs, the wolves, the wolf dogs start howling and, um, she's just says, everyone's here now. And, um, snake, uh, prepares to kill her. Otacon turns around and says goodbye. And then, uh, um, kills and snake kills her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to. There's no way yeah, around it. I, just, I like that. Much like Psycho Man, it's like she just wanted her like one memento to be close to her. Like Psycho wants his uh, gas mask, mask and yeah. she she wants her gun. It's like, what's wrong with you, fucking people? Yeah, and Get um, real. After this happens, Otacon, uh, uh is real sad because he he realizes that love could bloom on the battlefield. With yeah, it sure can, Otacon. It's too late. Totally right. Was leave too. Leave, she leave she was clearly into sleep. you. Soft boy alone. His dad had the same issues, you know. Mm. Oh gosh. God, anyway, dude, uh, but at this point, so one. I don't. <laughs> um, I don't think we mentioned this in the the prison when Snake is captured. But one of the things that Snake uh, Otacon brings him is uh, Wolf's handkerchief, um, and it smells vaguely like her. So if you walk through the caves with it equipped, the wolves don't attack you and they love you. Um, Whatever, uh, whatever you're doing in the caves after this, like God bless your soul. I don't know why you've backtracked all that way. Yeah. Well, no. So well, you, you after you, well, after you get the after you get the handkerchief, um, uh, after you get the handkerchief, uh, snake. Uh, what am I trying to say right now? Um, you do have to backtrack. You have to go through the caves again, um, because you, you go through, you get captured. You have to go back. Oh, that's get, right. You that's have right. to go Sorry, back was... through to get back to the comm tower. So. You can have this equipped to just make an easy path through the wolves this time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Snake puts the handkerchief on her face and Otacon asks why. And he says he's returning it to its owner because he has no tears to shed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Snake uh, um, encourages Otacon to get a head start on leaving and uh, says that if he can't stop Metal Gear, the place is going to get bombed to hell. Um, and Otacon yells after Snake and says... Uh, and asks what Wolf uh, 
Otacon and Snake were fighting for. And Otacon's, or Snake says that if he makes it through this, he'll tell him. And uh, Otacon says that he'll keep searching too. And then he disappears with his camo. And then you are, uh, you have the ability to explore the snowfield. But one particular room um, in the top of the map, you can go down to the Blast Furnace, which will also take you to the end of Disc 1. Yep. If you check any of the other rooms, you'll get a ton of supplies. And one of the mm-hmm. things that you'll find is uh, a post from Joshua Owens on our Facebook page that is the thing that uh, told us about the Easter egg with the uh, Hind D. So there you go. Hey, you found Very it. Very happy to have found that. God. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> and Joshua Owens appears to be American. So uh, there's no way that it's integral exclusive. So mm. there you have it. Wow. I thought Whoa. you were gonna bring. It, I thought you were gonna say there's a cardboard box. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. As uh, Dell, the funky Homo sapien, would say, uh, uh, Joshua Owens for y'all not knowing. Wow. <laughs> Very wow. good. Uh, oh, there yeah. is there is one room out here that's level seven that I guess you can backtrack to after you get the card from Raven later. But I forgot oh, to that's do right. that. Yeah, I didn't. So check I wonder that one what's either. in there. I assumed it is. I assumed it was just a shortcut to get back to the Metal Gear. Really? I think it is. I think you can go in and out. I think. Huh. Um. I believe that that's what that is. Uh. But anyway, yeah. Essentially, there's just a bunch of supplies and stuff like that. Um. There's one of the rooms on the far right that has um, just a dumb camera, which is really irritating because like you just kind of walk into it. I don't think it gives you an alert, but it just shoots you. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's about it. Um, wow! Um, it looks like it's just stinger ammo protected by three security cameras, so not worth it. Very cool. Cool. So that is the end of the. Oh, episode. it's just it's it's just uh, stinger ammo protected that's, by three security cameras. Sam, that's what record. I just said. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I literally just said. It. <laughs> I think I was just like not listening to you because I was looking it up. Holy we said, I like how we said the literally the exact like, same thing. That was perfect. Like even wow. the O was like the same. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I love you, Sam. I wasn't listening because I was looking it up. No, <laughs> you're totally fine. Captivating last 10 minutes of this podcast stuff. is Alessio not listening while he's looking something up and then Sam also not listening while he's looking Incredible. Something. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyway. But, yeah, that was the episode, you guys. That was the whole first disc of the game. And don't worry, the second disc only has about an hour of game on it. So that's obnoxious that it shipped on two discs. Um, but, yeah, I like what's coming next. Sam, can you give them a little taste for what's coming next if they if they aren't used to it? Um, you got push, and you got a guy, and you got a big robot, and you got a motor, a jeep. Yeah, we got a card that changes shape based on the temperature. It's all fun <laughs> stuff. That's I didn't say that at all. No, I I know. I said and <laughs> and um, plus yeah, you and get plus. a card, cold card, yeah. hot card. It's super good. Uh, on the next episode of the show, we will um be covering the remainder of the game, but we'll also have a special guest, um, friend of the show, uh, and special correspondent Alice Chang will be joining us to talk about her experience with the game as well as helping us read some listener responses. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this on the regular feed, uh, it's too late for you to have given us the responses. Um, however, uh, if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, you will see 
that uh, we're making posts asking for responses. So uh, definitely do that so that you don't miss out on the next loop. Unfortunately, that next loop is going to be on episode 90, starting with episode 96. So you have a lot of podcasts to listen to before that day, unless you want to jump ahead. Um, but yeah, that's that's next. We end the game, we listen to response, and I'm probably going to find some Easter eggs for us to talk about and secrets, even though cool. we already covered some. So yeah, that's that. Uh, let's take it into the admin section of the show. Um, if you want to support the show, you can feel free to uh, patronize us. That's patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. Uh, the tier that we typically rec- recommend minimum is like the $2 tier because that is what gets you kind of into the entry-level fan club zone, which club. is you get every episode uh, early. Um, that can be anywhere from like a couple days early to several weeks early to at one point we even had several months early on some shit. Um, but those get done as soon as they get fresh out of the editing oven. The other tier that I want to plug real quick though, is the $10 a month tier. Uh, we have at first experimented, but now are consistently putting together 30 minute let's plays of us playing through the games chronologically or somewhat yeah. chronologically. We're starting with Metal Gear Solid one. Um, I've been on one. James has been on some, like it's, yeah. it's good. It's fine. Yeah. There are four of them as of time of recording. Uh, fourth one will be dropping soon. Um, uh, we did one one week. I even put out two one week. Um, so that's pretty consistent. So um, the $10 tier gets you video stuff. So thank you videos. Let's play videos. Um, a lot of really cool exclusive videos that are actually not public at all. Um, so consider supporting at that level as well. Um, if you don't have any money, that's totally fine. Feel free to spread information about the show by word of mouth or visiting our website, MetalGearMondays.com or MetalGearSolidPodcast.com to um, either use our Amazon affiliate link, um, buy some sick merch, um, or... Um, consider giving us an iTunes rating or review because that really helps the show out. Um, I'm going to start trying to write a blog post like once a week for the podcast website um, that is like tangentially related to the way that the episodes get recorded. I actually have a fun story to do with us with a, with a mall that I want to write about that involves metal gear. Um, But yeah, you guys should check that out and check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things Uh, we are metal gear Mondays everywhere except for Twitter, which is metal gear Monday. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, Sam, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the internet at Sanjul. That's S-A-N-J-U-U-L. I tweet stuff there. Um, I also want to um, to bring up the Instagram again because I'm very proud of the Instagram. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Um, yeah, Instagram, Metal Gear Mondays. Um, I took a break over the holiday season of posting clips on there, um, but they're back uh, and better than ever. So check that out. Um, and then again, totally. the, the store. Uh, build that bit.ly slash MGM store. You can check that out. We got some shirts up there. Yep. I think right now the website has a footer section at the bottom with three links for you to support. Um, but I'm also going to add the shop to the top navigation bar as well. So yeah, Isaac, where can people find you? Hey, get me up at, um, doesn't have a twit and see what I can do on that thing 
Yeah, Isaac tries to stealth tweet, but we see him. Is that gross? Was that gross? What? I, I don't know. It felt vaguely Was that gross. pervy? Like, was that was that a problem? I don't know. Is that Isaac's problematic uh, thing for Isaac to say? <laughs> Isaac's like, give me up on the Twitter. Give me up. See what uh, I can do. Let, yeah. me, let me show you what I can do with this me, uh, Twitter. Let me do that. James, where can people you. find you on the internet? Um, Whoa. You, wow. Isaac just got Fuck. very explicit. Yeah. On the Twitter. You can find Twitter. me... What are you saying? <laughs> Isaac, go and give it to you. It's no, give it to you. I'm a Twitter. I'm a Twitter. <laughs> Everybody should go follow follow Isaac. Uh, you can find Sorry, me James. at James Wrightmuth pretty much on any platform at jameswrightmuth.com. Um, yeah. How do you spell that? R-E-I-C-H-M-U-T-H and then James spelled like James. Don't don't be weird about it. <laughs> James is J-A-Y-M-E-E-S. No, I, mean, no. I knew a guy that spells his name like that. He's an asshole. He, wow. He's not listening to this, but just you know he's, he's your, out there. He's an asshole. You should change your Twitter handle to Boston James. Ooh. I should see if that's available. There's no way it is, but like, what if There's it was? Gotta, hold on. I'm going to check it out right now. <laughs> I tried for a long time to get it changed to Jimmy Stinger, but some fucker's sitting on it. Oh, uh, I'd, I'd be Jimmy Stinger on everything if I could be. James was Jimmy Stinger in Metal Gear Solid 1 when he was shooting at that <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, well, Sam looks that up, I am going to plug yeah, myself really Boston quick. Boston James uh, is taken by some 18-year-old guy who's in a boxing. Fuck that guy. Yikes. Uh, you can find me at AC Summerfield on Twitter. Uh, pretty much anywhere is at AC Summerfield. Um, AC Summerfield.com. Uh, and add me. Uh, fuck it. We're going to be, when we cover MGS5, we're going to be doing some Metal Gear Online cooperative play. And I actually had somebody Facebook message me today to ask if um, it'd be okay for them to play along with us. So uh, why not? I can't remember what the group size is. So add me on PSN. It's at AC Summerfield. If you wouldn't mind, just in the notes section, just put MGM so that I know that you're not a stalker. Um, I have a private friend list on there that's just MGM folks, so feel free to add me. Um, I don't play a lot of Metal... Uh, excuse me, I do play a lot of Metal Gear. I don't play a lot of multiplayer games, so if that's what you're in there for, um, yeah, just message me if you want to play a game, and we'll figure it out. But anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's that's the show for this episode. We kept it under two hours. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, really enjoy you guys checking out the show and um always get to that part of the show where uh, almost 100 episodes in 100 episodes in i don't really quite yeah. know what to do hey what's that uh what did you what'd you point at your my wall a cable god damn it speaker cable you fuck you do your best over here and you get this fucking you get this type of response the external hard drive i, I swear to god I set you up i set you up for success is... and you fucking knock yourself oh you're your talking about the canvas box on my shelf pull the box. My brains out. that's just a box james <laughs> that is just a box i hate it's just it a box. thanks greetings <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> <laughs> what are you AOL? Just a bug.